Blow the whistle. And now, the greatest sports talk radio show going today. That's right, Blow the Whistle. With your host, Tyler Butterball Buterball. Lonzo Ball, he's one heck of a playmaker. And he's going to set these guys up open. He's going to set up Levine. Now DeRozan, Vooch, he's going to be able to set these guys over. And last year, 37.8% from three-point. That's pretty darn good. And David Double D Dykstra. Texas will be lucky to be 500. Oklahoma will be lucky to get out of there with no more than three losses. Like, they're, they're going into conferences where they're going to get shellacked. Andrew Pepe Valentin. This is... The biggest scar on the Blackhawks, on hockey, on the NHL, you can possibly think of. This was a conspiracy theory that is true. This is this was a this was a conspiracy to cover up the fact that this monster was allowed to inflict his his will on this young man and use his power as a coach. Hit us up on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blow T Whistle One. That's B L O W T W H I S T L E One. And now here's Tyler, Andrew, and David. And good morning and or good afternoon to you all, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Blow the Whistle. That's right, you're hearing this on the wonderful SportstownChicago.com. My name is Andrew Valentin, and I am joined by... David Dykstra. And... Tyler Buterbaugh. And again, we are all hoping everybody's having a wonderful day out there. Obviously, it is, uh, it's it's a little chilly out here, ladies and gents, in the old uh, Chi-Town area, but uh, I'm, I'm loving it nonetheless. <laughs> good old Spring Midwest. sprung and then yeah. went... <laughs> I don't think so. Psych. It, it, uh, You're wrong. It went back in its hole, unfortunately. But obviously, folks, uh, welcome everybody here to the show. Obviously, welcome to all our people from the Under the Hood podcast as well. want to thank all the new listeners, current listeners, everybody joining us in here today. Make sure, ladies and gentlemen, as well, follow us at Whistle one on our social media. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, anywhere you guys can find us. You can always find the podcast, too. Spotify, Odyssey. Uh, Apple Podcast. Uh, where else, David? Can they fo- possibly find us? Can't don't forget f- about them. Yeah, don't forget about Quad Pod. Quad Pod doesn't forget about us. Yeah, absolutely, folks. Never. So make sure to go check out ever. Uh, ever, ever, ever. So make sure to go check out all those wonderful episodes that we've done and the current episodes as they continue to pour out there. And we've got a wonderful show for you guys today. And we're starting this first hour off with college basketball galore, folks. That's right. We're reviewing everything that's gone down, and then of course we're hitting you with the predictions of what's about. About to take place. So, gentlemen, are you ready to get into this? Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Well, we're starting this one off with the Sweet 16. It has never been so sweet, folks. My goodness. Some great games went down this week. So, the question I have for all the fans and then I have for these boys, obviously, what was the game that really kind of caught your eye? What was the game that had you kind of saying how sweet it is for the Sweet 16? Let us know, obviously, on, on social media, at Blow T Whistle one Want to hear from you guys. David, kick it off, man. Which one had you saying how sweet it is? Come on, now. <laughs> I already know. And Come on, now. Who mine. predicted it, boys? Who predicted it? This guy came in my studio <laughs> like six times. <laughs> really? yeah. Oh, yeah, we he were both working studio. that night. We were both working had, that night. I had it on my TV, and he just comes, boom. Flying in like, who called it? Who called it? <laughs> I was waiting for the text. I'm only like, here you go. I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting. I never got it. I was assuming I'm like, okay, he's super happy he got this. So I'm gonna hear about this. Oh, I uh, laid money on it. That's how I. <laughs> I, was, I, I, don't put money on it? 
I did put a little. I sprinkled. Okay. A, I sprinkled a little, a little pizza fairy, money. A little pizza money, little pizza as they money. like to call it. a little pizza. Well, see, I uh, I kind of won a little bigger on a game. Or I had like three games that made me extremely happy. Okay, I stayed away during the Sweet Sixteen. Um, Houston, Arizona, to me was mind blowing. Yeah, Houston, Arizona, like yeah. to me, I never thought Houston would dominate Arizona like that, but. Arkansas beating Gonzaga never made me happier in my entire life. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. We all called that one. And oh, all yeah. that was going all that was going through up my head the whole time was Dennis Green. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> well, in that game too, like the whole time I'm screaming, like, why is not why are you not putting Holmgren in the game? Why are you not well, putting somebody in, out there he, to stop he was in foul him? Trouble. He got, yeah, I know. He, he was got, in foul trouble. But and, 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 still, at and that point. And to give a little credit, uh, there were some really ticky-tack fouls oh, yeah, there were, during yeah. that game against there Holmgren. There have been a ton of fouls getting called in these later half of these games. Like, seriously, it's been it's been getting crazy. But, but the biggest, the biggest is St. Peter's over Purdue. Yeah. And here's my issue. If I'm Purdue University, yeah. I'm firing my coach. <laughs> I'm sorry. St. Peter's head coach is going to Seton Hall. Seton yeah. Hall, yeah. going back to his alma mater. He's going back, and I'm I'm going to guarantee you, I give it I give it three years, and Seton Hall's yeah back to where the they way, were. I didn't they never. I just saw the. I don't know if you guys saw it. I didn't realize that dude played in the All American with Kobe White and got the MVP for the All America game for the McDonald's All America game over Kobe White. <laughs> Who the, 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 coach, the head coach yeah, for St. Peter's? He 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 was good. <laughs> He, he was good. really good. He was good. Obviously, what? Kobe was on a different level that we realized. So this coach is that young? Yeah. Yeah. Holy he's, hell. He's not that old, man. He uh, is, no. He is not Kobe's old younger than me. I think injuries also I think injuries also kind of derailed him in at Seton Hall. Yeah. If I remember correctly. Yeah. But like for me, like I'm sorry. If I'm Purdue. Mm-hmm. You have to fire. I mean, he, come you on. have to. He got. Not only did he get out. No, 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 no. No, don't I don't know, sit know, over there listen, and shake your head. You lose to a 15 seed. Yes, it looks bad. Not, but the fact that Purdue's been in the tournament like this says something. For I that have coach. no issue no. of them losing to a 15 seed. It's the way they lost to the 15. Why are you not feeding the ball in the low post every single possession? You have an eight. Eight center. Yeah. I, I mean, he's not really eight, eight. Granted, he couldn't hit the broadside of a barn during that game. Right. Well, Ivy wasn't even having himself a good game either. Ivy, he started, Ivy disappeared during yeah, that game. Yeah, even, he, he wasn't even show up. He didn't show up till like way late in the game. But at that who's, point. who's the backup to the seven, eight to guy? Day. Uh, uh, I'm pulling Trevor, he was, uh, he Travion was, Williams. Williams. Travion yeah. he's, he's a power forward center, but he's technically like the, the sixth man coming off. The he bench. was making all the plays. Yeah. So why are you not feeding him the ball when Purdue made the run? Right. They were feeding Travion and it was working. Why are you not continuing to do that? Yeah. That is my issue. Fantastic. You should have won that game. Like, and we'll talk about this in a little bit, yeah. like North Carolina, like, and here's the problem with every team that took on St. Peter's. If you aren't blowing them out by halftime, mm. that coach is going in there going, boys, we got a, we, we got a chance. Yeah. yeah. No, and, yeah. and they believed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they played like perfect team basketball too out there. I mean, they moved the ball well. They kept motion going. Like, and Elder's took- never going to have to worry about eating Buffalo Wild Wings ever again <laughs> in his entire no. life. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, 
Yeah, I mean, listen, all these games were really surprising, right? Obviously, I mean, look, Villanova, Michigan. I mean, I figured that was going to happen. Michigan just played sloppy, unfortunately. They just they fed the ball to their man, uh, was it Hinkerton or whatever it is, their big man yeah. down low. They just did it too late. They did just, it a little too late. Well, they and started it coming just, on there. Once again, another big man that doesn't show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, you had the height advantage. Yeah. You had the, actually, I would even say probably the better athletes on your team. Oh, yeah. On a, on a player-for-player basis, I would say Michigan's talent should have outplayed Villanova, and that's why I took Michigan because they were playing like they were that team. Yeah, but Villanova, I mean, it's just it's the team collectively that it's like individually those guys one on one probably lose. Collectively though, that team clearly has been together through it all. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Villanova in the next segment because, (laughs) but I I need to make a statement about Villanova. And I'll say this too. I mean, look. Texas Tech, I thought they had that game. They were was, so close to having it. I've never been <sighs> more I have never been more torn watching a basketball <laughs> game in say. my entire life. Well, yeah, because you're a Duke fan, but that you picked Tech I to picked win. I picked Texas yeah. Tech to win because yeah, I didn't no, I think have. Duke could could match defensively yeah. what Tech brings to the table. And for was, that for I'd say Almost three fourths of that game, Duke couldn't, and then all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it was go, depressing. I had they tech go with, nine minutes without missing a shot, yeah. and I'm like, I had Tech oh. winning the whole thing in my second chance, and it was yeah. gone. There's, there's, there's the Duke team that was supposed to be playing like this all yeah. year long. I know, they, they totally showed up. I can't think of that one player's name, but he was one that like totally carried in the Roach? last few minutes. Yes, yeah, he was he's one made the totally difference carried. in the last half of the year. Yeah, they Huge. put. I think they actually started it in the NCAA tournament. Him being the starting point guard, which is an unbelievably smart move by. Well, it speaks for Coach Shire I mean, or Coach Krzyzewski. Yeah, well, he <laughs> never like, made the decision. Yeah. Well, he like he leads the point for them, and then obviously AJ Griffin played in that game, which made a big difference for them. He made some big shots. Um, Kansas, I thought, almost lost it there. They came. I can't very, even talk about Kansas, man. They that came just, very close with with the way that Providence played. I mean, they played tough. And that, was, that was a weird game. It was. And, uh, Providence is just like. Every time you turned it on, Providence was down by like eight, they seven were, points. And you're just like, this is just going to be a prototypical Kansas win. Yeah. They just hang on. And to then all lead. of a sudden, Providence is up and yeah. you're going, what happened? I didn't get a chance to watch it, but I was just keeping track of the score. And yeah, Providence, I, I was surprised as all hell they were keeping themselves in on that game. Yeah. But I, the most depressing one was Miami <laughs> and Kansas. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably talk about that more oh, later. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, credit goes ah. to Miami; they dominated the uh, Iowa I, State, and game. everybody, the, the athletes showed up in that yeah. game. That's oh, that, that was the difference between I, Iowa State. And, and I apologize to the UNC nation out there. <laughs> I, 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 it came close; they came really close to possibly letting that one go, and then. Manic comes and flips a switch out of Manic nowhere. Manic flips that dude. a switch. Love. Sli- <laughs> well, North Carolina Love's just flipped I know, a Love huge came out of switch. North Carolina uh, didn't take any, didn't waste any time just gaining that lead. I mean, no, they, I think it was. <laughs> what was that score in the first half? Like, I don't even know if St. Peter's scored over twenty. Uh, Are you talking in the elite? See, you're going elite eight again, man. Sorry, I keep doing that. Come on, man. (laughs) Sorry. He's so excited. excited I'll tell you what, that first half of the UCLA UNC game was entertaining as all get out. Oh, yeah. Neither team could miss a shot. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you're looking at prime talent. 
that if you're looking at the NBA right now and you're saying, I need a guy in the second round or something, there's a bunch of guys in that game right there for you if you're looking for it. And that, oh, yeah, that absolutely. Game, credit goes to UNC. I'll eat my words. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I promise you. All right. It, it, will, it will probably happen for them. And, I mean, we're going to keep it sweet, folks, with being elite because we have to talk about what happened in the Elite Eight when we come back here on SportsTownChicago.com's Blow the Whistle. Final four, setting up a dream matchup with Duke. Highlights, courtesy of CBS and TBS. Uh, welcome back, everybody, here to SportstownChicago.com's Blow the Whistle. I'm Andrew Valentin here still with David Dykstra and Tyler Budeball. And yes, that's right, folks. We're talking about the Elite Eight and those big-time matchups that happen for those boys that punched their tickets to the Final Four. Uh, real quick, too, as well, i got to have to correct myself in our last segment. Because uh, <laughs> it got pointed out to me because I didn't even realize. For those who are wondering, Kobe, I said Kobe White, I guess. I meant Kobe Bryant. That's where that I was confused. Because so I, I had Tyler all confused. That actually makes My it apologies. even more impressive, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It, no, that it makes, makes it a lot more impressive. Like, he got the the MVP of the All-American game over Kobe Bryant. Yeah, who, that makes it who way thought? more impressive. Absolutely, yeah. So, just a little correction on I, I do I do think that like he he made some noise like his freshman and sophomore year and then I think What's he had an injury uh, Shaheen Holloway. Shaheen Holloway. Yes, uh, I th- he was a pretty decent player for for Seton Hall. I mean, it's a he's a he's a really good coach. By the way, I believe he he played against Billy Donovan if I'm not mistaken. If I'm pretty sure or played with him, I I can't fully remember what their deal was. But I, uh, I he, maybe he played for Billy Donovan. Maybe. Look it, it up it I, I, I want to say probably for Billy Donovan. I don't think Billy's that old, though. Billy is in his 40s or 50s. I would say 50s. Okay. Well, Shaheen's, Shaheen's in his late 30s. So in his early, college, early to late 30s. In his college career, he averaged 13.7 points a game, six assists, and wow, he averaged two steals a game. Damn. He's wow, good. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's damn. That's a little really bit of a good. glove action on that He's one. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Absolutely. Yeah, he played oh, yeah, all four years. There you go. All right. Well, uh, look, uh, on the Elite Eight, obviously, I'm going to ask the question and then again go to the boys here. So question for everybody out there is, when it comes to these Elite Eight games, which was the one that really kind of stood out to you again? And which of these teams do you feel like has the best chance going forward into the Final Four? Obviously, we're going to get into these Final Four games, but let us know your thoughts, obviously, at Blow T Whistle one on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. We want to hear from you guys. Tyler. Started off, man. Which of these games was impressive for you, and which team do you think stands out out of all of them going into the Final Four now? Uh, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna say Kansas because I mean Miami. They just started catching. I mean, granted they're a ten seed. You're mm, dead to me. But uh, shush. <laughs> Gra- Screw Bill Self. <laughs> <laughs> Go, no, give your opinion. Really give your no, opinion. No, 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 because give your opinion. I, in my second chance, I originally had Miami beating Kansas because I fig- I. 
felt Miami was that damn good. And Miami yeah. is that damn good. Kansas just flipped like a switch in that second half. Mm-hmm. Scored 47 points in the second half. <laughs> only let Miami score 15. Like, I don't know if it was a mix of Kansas getting hot and Miami just going cold. Or just, it was just all Kansas. It was absolutely ridiculous. So, I mean... Kansas, I even had in my original bracket, I didn't even have Kansas going this far. Yeah. Speaking of original brackets, quick thing. It is official. Uh, Emily's method to uh, picking picking mascots beat my bracket. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to <laughs> our director of social media, Emily. We thank you every day that you post on social media the all best. the time. You are the greatest social so, media director of all time. If you guys yes. just need advice on how, how to pick your <laughs> brackets. Sell it hard, baby. <laughs> Sell it hard. She's going to hate the moment that she opened up her mouth and oh, said yeah. anything about me in the social media. You director. wanted us to mention you. So, <laughs> yeah, so here's your credit. So if you need advice to pick your brackets for next year just pick on which mascot's gonna kick the other one's ass yeah that's simple that works but uh yeah no so kansas really kind of um grabbed my attention in this uh elite eight i gotta i gotta say north carolina did too um i mean just throughout this whole tournament i didn't expect them to make it to the final four at all neither did i man i'm a fan of them so i mean this this whole this whole final four is just kind of all all over the place i don't i never i I mean granted i didn't have these picks in my final four so my final four is gone my original yeah. pick. So, is there a second second chance bracket? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. I, I truly wish, honestly. I, can I can I just say uh, my most impressive victory mm-hmm. was Villanova. Yeah. Can, can we now officially call Jay Wright the new Tom Izzo? <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Just, you know what? I'm being dead serious here. Like they were not that impressed. I mean, they had a decent regular season. Yeah. But yeah. they get into the tournament, and all of a sudden. Here comes Villanova. Right. Guaranteed Sweet 16, almost Elite Eight every time, yeah. whether they're good or not. <laughs> and they played a damn good Houston team, too. Oh, that Houston and team Houston should have destroyed phenomenal. them. Yeah. I would I was. That's what I think I picked Houston. To I, w- I picked Houston. Houston. I, let me see if I Houston took out Arizona convincingly. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody except for Villanova fans were going, yeah, Villanova's got a chance. I mean, I hit no. Villanova in the final four myself. But only I saw a thing. Only 0.1% of all brackets had the final four correct. I, I didn't no even one. come close. No. Uh, but see, like, that's, I, guess, team off. I guess that's my question to you, Andrew, is, yeah. is Jay Wright really that good? I think so. As far as, as, far as college coaches go, I think he is – one of the more underrated coaches. And why are why is he not... Uh, I, I understand, and, yeah. and I get this, I understand that he's decided to stay at Villanova because right. he loves it there. But you're telling me some big-time school, like let's say UCLA's upset with their guy, or, right. you know, a, a, a prime-time Big Ten, like Indiana comes calling yeah, and throws like wads of cash at your face. You, you're st- you're going to stay in Villanova? Well, like to me, yeah. you could go somewhere else and make yourself just an icon <laughs> to one of these right. Well, I think historic the, schools. I think the question. I mean, listen, we've talked about this before. Obviously, how prospects now view where you go being a big part of what matters in you. Right when you talk about Villanova, that's in the like that's in like the downtown Philadelphia area there. Which I mean, 
you're from the area. I mean, I've been, I've Listen, been, I've been to, Phil, I've I been had to Philly Rhodes, myself. I had Rhodes come up to me this morning. How about them Villanova? Yeah. And I was like, screw Villanova. I can't stand Villanova. It's not about liking Villanova, but being in Philadelphia, I've been there myself. Like, I've oh, been, there's plenty, like, there's to plenty of stuff to do there yeah. and enjoy yourself. And I think when it comes to you being a big city, get a cheese wit. Yeah, you be at a big program also like Villanova, too, that's won a couple of national championships now in this last decade or so. Like, that says something over, like, Indiana or a Purdue or any of these, or, like, even a Memphis, right? These historical programs that we all know, but it's like, but where have you guys been for, like, the last 10, 15 years? You know what I mean? And and let's not get it twisted. Villanova does have a steep history with Raleigh Massimino. Yes. You know, they're, they, Villanova used to be that team that was there every year Absolutely. with, like, Duke, North Carolina. They're still and, producing and it, NBA players, too. They're still yeah. putting guys so, in the league. So I, I just – Jay Wright is my new Tom Izzo. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm being serious. I don't care if they're an eight seed. Yeah, sweet 16, definitely. I mean, he's got For yeah. sure. His his, uh, his resume is amazing. His, his record with just Nova, because he's coached somewhere else. He's coached other places before. 520 and 196. That yeah. says it all right there. Yeah, that's it's an fantastic. amazing record. Granted, I mean, the look, Big East I mean, has been weak before. Like right. It's been weak at many times. But well, St. Bonnie's is about to win the NIT tonight. Yeah. Like, and who would have caught? Nobody's NIT bracket is good. <laughs> like, ridiculous St. Bonaventures is about to win Never the NIT. look past St. Bonnie, man. They get those three-star those three star dudes from Cali are just like, I'm going to go to St. Bonaventure and, like, just chill, go out on the beach, just relax, do all the good stuff. Like, and we're going to like win basketball games and that's what they do like you cannot and that's the thing with Villanova right you, they get all the dudes that you don't hear about he works them into high class players Jay, like Jermaine Samuels is their top guy right and Colin Gillespie mm-hmm. nobody considers them to probably be top picks at all but if you put them right now in the NBA those dudes can probably be role players for you right now coming off the bench and that means in college they're 18 20 point scorers easily well, well, they that can stands out to whoa, me. whoa 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 <laughs> I'm, our man's off today. What beach is St. Bonnie? Because I, I, I twisted my head. What beach is St. Bonnie hanging on? I don't know. They're from New York. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> this like, beach is in New York. Wait a minute. Man. This beach is in New York. <laughs> no beach I want to be on. <laughs> Needles and what have you. No, but well, like. Just going with recent players. No, yeah. Um, Just that stand out to me when I think of Villanova. It's random ass name. Right. Uh, DiVincenzo. Yeah, and he's been a great role uh, role player. He's still with the Bucks, correct? Uh, no, Kings. That's but still, right. But he's still putting he's, up like eight, ten points a game for yeah. them coming off the bench. So, but yeah, I mean, he's you've produced got, great play, like solid players. You got Jalen Brunson. You got Robinson Earl right now, who's coming off the bench in the NBA. I mean, you got a lot of guys that can produce. Uh, I mean, yeah, that Villanova game, they just found a way to sneak through. Arkansas, they tried. I give him. I give him a. That game. That game was never in doubt. No. Never. Arkansas made a little run in the second half. Paolo looks insanely good. That that, kid is insane. And I'm gonna say this again. Everything. And and I heard somebody today say this too. Yeah. But everything did change when whoever made the decision to make it. Kudos to you. Mm. Roach running that team is a different team. Absolutely. He's more aggressive. He's more. He, he's quicker with his first step than what they had. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing, though. I'm wondering if these guys really, like, everybody gave Coach K a lot of crap for throwing them under the bus yeah. after that North Carolina loss at Cameron mm-hmm. in his final home game. Yeah, 
I think that was the slap in the face to them, though, and they needed it. And they were like, oh, oh, okay. I mean, and then and then to come to think yeah. that they were a wide open jump shot away from being eliminated by Chattanooga. Yeah. Yeah. In the first round mm-hmm. to being where they are right now. I I mean, this is what Coach K does best, right? He's able to teach those little lessons and keep and keep those teams kind of on edge. So it's like, don't be comfortable with being one of the best. You can't be comfortable because you could always lose. Going back to the Sweet Sixteen, that that Texas Tech. Tech game completely changed when Coach K goes, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to play a little zone. Yeah. yeah. Threw Tech completely oh, off. Oh, that totally. Yeah. That, that was the turnaround of that game. It to- they, Completely they off. They couldn't and, get a and, shot down. And that's know? and that's that's Coach K. It's just those – like somebody brought up – That bummed me they up. Had, they have played zone defense 3.75 percent yeah, of the time was, this year they, had, they hardly had played it at all but no but they're 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 big time guys are stepping up roach mm-hmm. uh palo yeah uh wendell moore mm-hmm. griffith and then the one for me that completely dominated that games was williams yeah williams completely williams, he dominated he that really game. took up that game i mean he had a double double 12 points 12 boards three blocks oh yeah he was lord he was everywhere yeah, he was exactly what Duke needed. And, I mean, listen, not even going to get into it with UNC and St. Peter's. I mean, listen. Congratulations great, to St. Peter's. Absolutely. Congratulations first, to St. Peter's. First it's ever a great team run. to make it to the Elite Eight. Absolutely. 15 seed, yeah, yep. Absolutely. The 15 seed, yeah. And well-deserved, but, I mean, you got your butts handed to you by 20. So, <laughs> it's UNC. <laughs> they played a great game. They played the game against them. You had to do that to win them. I mean, but we're down to the Final Four, and this could either be fantastic or it could be a complete fanatic situation, folks. But we'll be talking about the Final Four here on Blow the Whistle on Sportstown Chicago. Dot com. There's no greater rivalry in college sports than Duke and North Carolina. Campbell shot. Got the miss. Jones, can he get a shot off? Yes! Jones knocks it down to tie the game. Jones takes. Yes! Seconds will tick away, and the North Carolina Tar Heels come into Cameron Indoor Stadium on Mike Krzyzewski's final night coaching in this arena, and they hand the Blue Devils a loss. And boy, is Hubert Davis going to be beaming on the inside about the effort given by his players tonight. Ba-ba-ba. I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing it. You are horrible people for doing that. So good. So good. So good. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, here to Blow the Whistle on Sports. Chicago.com. I'm not doing that. I'm so sick of people doing that. Here, uh, a Blow the Whistle. I'm Andrew Valentin. I'm here with David Dykstra and, of course, Tyler Beautiful as they continue to destroy me with that. Um... I'm just not a fan of the bum bum ba thing. I like it. I like it, just, it a lot. It just it drives me crazy. I have when to. Do I it. have to enjoy it because it's done at every Penn State game. So mm, no. every Penn State home game. So not a, not a fan of it. But folks, what I am a fan of is the fact that we got the Final Four coming into you, folks. That's right. We've got some wonderful games coming up. This is the decision, the final maker for who's going to be in that national championship for the NCAA tournament, and. Right off the bat, obviously, we're going to discuss both of these games, so we're going to get right into it. So let's just start it off with we've got Villanova versus Kansas. 
coming up. Kansas right now is favored by four and a half points. We've got an over-under right now sitting at 133 on the dot. So, question to all the fans out there. Obviously, who do you think is going to win this big the game between Villanova and Kansas? And also, who's going to win between Duke and UNC? We'll get into that here in a little bit. Obviously, let us know at Blow T Whistle 1 on all the social media. David, start it off, man. We'll start with Kansas and Villanova. How do you think this one's going to play out? Is it the Kansas from the first half of the Miami game, or is it the Kansas from the second half <laughs> of the Miami good game? Question. Kids, I'll be honest with you. I don't really want to vote against Villanova right now. <laughs> and and there's one. And they have I been think, king killers before. I think Jay Wright outcoaches Bill Self every day, all day. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think Bill Self is a figurehead, not a coach. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want my honest opinion, he looks like he's put on about 30 pounds, too. <laughs> I thought he was going to stroke out. That's just rude. I, I really did. Like his, hey, he we're was, big men. We can say that, okay? Yeah, that's fair. I, I'm going to be really honest with no, you. Yeah, like, watching like... that, the, the first, like, five minutes of that second half yeah. of the Miami-Kansas game. He gets so he, red. Red face. Yeah. Just straight red face. Anytime he gets angry, he looks like the get off my lawn guy. Like, <laughs> he gets so mad and get you're like, like, like I'm calm like, down. Dude, you're going to throw a quad or something. Stop. Break an artery in his eye or something like yeah, that. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, oh, this, this is a tough game. Yeah. This yeah. is a tough, tough game. Uh, my heart wants to go with Villanova. <laughs> okay. My, my brain goes Kansas. So okay. I'm going to go Kansas. I think this, this might be one of those games that goes to OT. Okay. All right. Oh, I'd love to see this in OT. That, I mean, that'd be good. I, and it could, honestly. These I two think teams this are... game goes to OT, and I think Kansas wins by, like, three. Okay. Tyler, uh, what about you, man? I, I This is definitely going to be a super close game. Both of these teams impressed the hell out of me in the Elite Eight. Um, but I'm, I'm leaning towards Kansas because, I mean, the way how they just flip-flopped in that second half against Miami. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I mean, Grant, I mean, despite them being a number 10 seed, they weren't truly a number 10 seed. They were a phenomenal team in the whole tournament. And to just kind of flip like that, only allow 15 points and drop 40-some-odd points in the second half yeah. against them, I mean, that was just truly... I mean, at, insane. What Villanova's a team. It you is. have legitimate superstars. No, on right. Kansas. Right. Oh yeah, exactly. Legitimate superstars. Yeah. And you are right. That kid is a guard. I thought I, you were BSing me. I was. I was, like, I was like, "There's no way he's a guard." Yeah, there is no the way they talk about him. I thought Which he was guy? a power forward. Ochai Agbaji. Oh he's, yeah, he's Agbaji, their star player. Yeah, he's their star player. Yeah. I was like, "There's no way he's a guard." He's the four or the five. The way they talk about him. No, he's he's like a no. He's a big guard. He's a guard. Good lord, <laughs> he is a guard. Six five two fifteen. Uh, six five and a half two fifteen. But see, you're seeing a lot of those now, like bigger guards. Yeah, but he doesn't. He doesn't handle the rock. Is is I guess where I get confused because they typically so play. He's not much of a he can playmaker. He can bring the ball up the court, but he's more of your off ball, hit the screen, get the so ball to a better two. jump shot. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah he's a two. Oh, he sure. can take it down the hole. He's that kind of guy, and he's got really good long arms for defense. I wouldn't. He's be, really quick on the on the able to pivot and stuff. Him. So I would not be surprised if he's a three. In, he could in the be, NBA. He could be, oh, he could definitely be a three. I mean, he's 21 right now, so you figure he probably grows maybe another inch. Maybe he's a smaller three, a wing. You know, he could Where be Where are these like, growth spurts when I was growing up? <laughs> I You're hit, telling me. I hit... <laughs> 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 
boy. That was so good. <laughs> all right, all right. That was high so five. good. That was so good. That was good. Oh, I can't even make a comment okay. on it. That was... But, <laughs> Drop my <laughs> walk out right now. It's not gonna get any better than that, Tyler. Oh wow! Um, but I, like seriously, all these people talking. Oh, he's eighteen. He's got a, like three more yeah. years of growth on him. I'm like, I've been five eight on a good day <laughs> since sixth grade. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel. Uh, like no, I, I won't know. Uh, let's see, ninth okay. grade. Ninth I was, okay. grade. I was gonna say like I went like ninth or tenth grade, and yeah, I was just it, kinda, was, it was just kind of like, well, this is as tall as I get. Like, <laughs> and everybody else was just like shooting up in height, and I was just like, what the hell, man? Like, what did I win the general? <laughs> what the hell? Like, I love, but I love these guys. Kind of like how, what was it, LeBron? Who's like he was six two as a junior, and then like all of a sudden as a senior, he's like he's six foot eight, and he's like. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Or, yeah. He was six. I think he was six ten. Yeah, yes. As a flipping like freshman in high school or eighth yeah. grade, and then all of a sudden, bam! He's like seven four. Yeah, it's insane. It's nuts how these guys. But no, are you are you hanging from your thumbs with bricks attached to your ankles, going, "Please, God, let me grow." <laughs> I, it's got to be the diet, right? That's got to be it. I but I, I feast it up hormones. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just injecting these kids. HGH everywhere. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I look for Villanova in Kansas. I mean, I'm in the boat. I think Kansas can pull this. I think they'll pull this out. I do think Villanova, uh, listen, they've beaten teams like this before. They've done it, right? We've seen them do it oh, yeah. many times, be it the national championship or the final four. They can they can take down the king setters or or the, the, the crown holders, whatever you want to call them. The blue chips. Yeah, the blue chips. The blue will. chips. Which, of, I would say Villanova's getting into that range. They're not obviously. They keep a, doing what they're doing, they will be. Exactly. Yeah. They're not a legacy program like Kansas or Kentucky or any of those, but they're getting up there where it's like every year you've, like you said, we, every year it's going to be like, oh, we got to count Villanova in because they're going to find a way to do it. So oh, and man, I, this is and their it, seventh final four appearance. Exactly. And that's pretty, da- that's impressive. Yeah. That's, if I have to that's hear, starting to become like, that's, that's going a regular towards, thing. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're getting to become like that top notch basketball. School. Absolutely. And if I have to hear one more flipping time from these Kansas <laughs> alone, well, we created the sport. So I hate that so we'll much. Win, we'll win it all. No! <laughs> Joe Naismith did it on our floor back in 1892. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You gave Bill Self a lifetime contract, you moron. By the way, thank you for firing Roy Williams. UNC does appreciate it. <laughs> Just yes, saying. Just saying. Did he get fired or did he choose to go back to North Carolina? I think he more chose. I like to- the story of he got fired because then it's like, well, we quit on you. And it's like, well, then I'm just going to go here and win all the titles. So I like that story better. But no, I think Kansas. That's a good segue, though. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. And speaking of UNC, <laughs> uh, I mean, this is this good is job, Andrew. Good thank job. you. Thank you. Thank you so much boys as well fabulous but obviously this is the big game right this is it it is the classic matchup this is one of the biggest awaited games i'm not even college basketball i would say in college sports really in sports in general maybe one of the big rivalry matchups as it's duke unc final four first time ever 
You heard it in the rejoin. Yeah. Like Dick Vitale goes, yeah, you can talk Michigan, Ohio State all you want. Yep. This there is, is no bigger rivalry in college well, this is, this sports. This has gone back for years than and Duke, years North years. Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this goes back to the Dean Smith days. Where oh, it, it goes back to like 1940. I was yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, in my research of trying to do the rejoin, <laughs> yeah. like 1946. Yeah. They've been playing wow. for a long time. But I mean, the, the glory years being, I being, like Dean Smith, the early years 80s, of Shostakovich, 80s, yeah, 90s, 80s 2000s. into the 90s, and now the, well, the 2000s has just been filled with hot moments. I mean, right now Duke is actually in big games, big games that have counted. Duke right now leads five to three over UNC on games that have decided big moments. So, okay, I mean, you've got that. Duke right now is favored by four points. The over under is at 151 on the dot. So. <sighs> Putting up some points on here. Overall, in 257 games total, tournament, everything total that they played in, UNC leads 142 to 115 in this series, okay? But obviously, Duke has kind of, I think, carried a little bit of that torch now. Duke, last, Duke pre was a different Duke. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they were not They really the same turned it around once Coach K came in. Oh, uh, he brought in a new element. Oh, uh, yeah. But, I, I, I mean, I guess we'll start with him being the kind oh, of... No. The nomad the, on the, the outside. The, the, the Switzerland. Yeah, the sure. Switzerland. You will. Um, we'll start with you, Tyler. Who do you think is going to win in this God, one? This is a tough one, man. I mean, I love this matchup. Just remember who your best friend is. <laughs> I could get you some donuts. If that's what's gonna mean. I, you want McDonald's, Burger King? What, what's up? What's up? What do I got to do? Ooh, hey, remember donuts. what I'm buying for you. Yeah, but that's not part of this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's helping out. What's his nuts? Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man, dude! Because both these school, both these guys teams have really turned it up in the tournament. Like yeah. I didn't even predict. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have either of these guys in my final four. I neither did um, I. So yeah. So I mean, they really showed up. <sighs> Go ahead, do what you got. I'm, I'm, I got to pick North Carolina in this, man. Good I mean, for you. I mean, no, I got to have two losers in the studio with me. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, they, they really, so they there really impressed me how they they played against Baylor. I mean, they, granted, they like they let up on that twenty point lead, but I mean, to be up twenty points against Baylor and their solid defense, yeah, and just the rest of the the journey they had in this tournament. Insane, and I just love it because they're a number eight seed making it this far. Yeah, I can't even remember. Yeah, no, we've had there's been George Mason. Yeah, yeah, there's been a lot of teams that have come. George Mason was a ten, I believe. George Mason was ten or eleven seed. Well, Uh, then you got Loyola that was a ten. And then you had, I mean, listen, you, you had the, the NC State run at eight, and then they won the national yeah. title. Yeah. So it's not unheard of that an eight seed no. can do it. It's just, it doesn't happen that it's often. It's not often. No. So, I mean, as much as this is a great year for Coach K's last year coaching, I, I, I think it's going to it's gonna come down to the Tar Heels, and I'm going to pick it by, I'm going to pick the four in, okay. over, in overtime. All right. David, do you want to go next? I can go. Okay. Because you're both losers. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to say. Already, oh, I know exactly you what don't you're going to do. On. We're already going a little over, but that's okay. I don't Just, care. No, I don't go care. for it. Go for it. Screw the break. <laughs> we have our own clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you're killing me smalls right now if you want. Uh, here's my thing. And, oh, no, and I'll, be, be I'll be honest with you. If you'd have talked to me a month ago, I probably would have taken North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, something's happened. 
and, and I I can't even put my finger on it. They are playing like a team of destiny. Yeah. They are playing. Arkansas should have been able to shut them down, could not stop them on the offensive glass, defensive glass. Williams is playing out of his mind. Uh, you have Griffin and all of them playing to their potential, but so is North Carolina. Mm-hmm. North Carolina's elite players are now playing to the. By the way, where did Manic come from? What what did where did he transfer so, in from? Manic was at Oklahoma. Okay. That's originally where he's uh, from. Oklahoma. Because I, I saw okay, saw with the baby face yeah. and, and everything like that, and it had the Big Twelve, mm-hmm. but they never actually showed the uniform. I so. believe he's from originally from Oklahoma. He went to the hometown team in Oklahoma, but because he wasn't getting a lot of playing time, he decided to go to UNC transfer there and won the starting spot because he's like 6'9", 250. Yeah, he's, he's a big, big. He's got talent, and he's, he fixed his shot I think too was the other thing where they're like he can't hit jumpers and he can't hit threes and then all of a sudden it's like nope I can just rein him in all day no problem gotcha <laughs> so that being said I think this and and Andrew forgot to bring up one of the biggest points out of this entire rivalry dating back to 1946 this is the first time ever in the final four that they have ever met. I thought I just said that. No, he said that. Did he? I missed it then. My bad. No, yeah. First time ever in the final four. First time ever. Okay, now I've said it. (laughs) No, yeah, absolutely. If I missed it, I apologize. But But they face each other in the championship, haven't they? No. They face each other in the the ACC tournament constantly. Mm. That's been a constant fight. And that's where some of the, like, I would say some of the best games have happened with them. This has the potential to be... Oh, this the is different. Oh, this game. is different, oh, especially big. considering let, the implications let equate, in this. Let, let, let me equate it for you as a Bears fan when the Bears played the Packers for the NFC Championship. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This yeah, is that's what this, this is. is. What this is for Duke, North Carolina. That's this, fantastic. This rivalry is already at a level that not many things can match. Yeah. To have it happen at in the Final Four. In Krzyzewski's final, final year. year. Yeah, this is... <laughs> like, this is poetic. For Duke to come, and they will win. I'm going to put that out there right now. They'll win. I think it'll be close. I think it's going to be a fantastic oh, yeah. game. This will oh, yeah. be a game of games. There, there's going to be some... There's going to be some... It's going to be chippy. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. That's why they say this for the last game on Saturday. This is going to be very chippy game. Absolutely. Oh, I, I think, I think Duke maybe... I, I'd say it the most wins by four. Okay. Okay, so you picked the four as well. All right. Yeah, um listen, this is going to pro- this is going to be the game that like sets it up for like okay, now we got to do like a 30 for 30 documentary on it cuz it's probably going to be that good cuz like this is a historic moment for for Shashevsky, for Duke, for UNC, right? You don't even have Roy Williams on the other side. It's his first year not coaching the team and you've got Hubert Davis coaching this team to the final four. Yeah, first, That's also a huge moment as well for this. His first year First coaching ever. First team ever. Yeah, he's been coaching. That's insane. And it's for his alma mater. I mean, and this is a guy who, against Krzyzewski, is kind of like, yeah, I'm not his biggest fan. Like, there's so much weighing into this game that sets it up to be Mm -hmm. the perfect man. I mean, it would be great if it was the national title. Of course, that would be great. Oh, that'd be fantastic. But but even for a Final Four, this is one of those games that, like, 40 years down the line, when we talk about college basketball, like, what are the games to remember? This is probably going to be where one of those you? games. Yeah, where absolutely. were you when, you know, the shot went in or something like that? Something big is going to happen in this game. Either it's going to be a turning point, it's going to be a fight, I don't know. Something's going down. 
Oh my god! I'm gonna take. I know it's just exciting. I'm thinking of like a Ron Artest I'm, moment. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I all, be all the all. I'm gonna guarantee you this is gonna happen to you. Yeah. All the most hated Duke players of all time will show up at this game. You'll see Grayson, Grayson Allen storming yeah, the court. Rojo, yep. Christian Leitner. Redick. Oh yeah, and you oh, know Redick. who I want to give credit to mm. more than anybody. Grant Hill has done an amazing job yeah. at staying very neutral mm-hmm. about because he's very emotional about it being Coach K's last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he has done an unbelievably great job calling Duke games yes, and staying has. very unemotional about it. Yeah, that's that's, that's great. He, and I mean, he's one of Coach K's closest guys with like Leitner yeah. and all those dudes, so it makes sense. But I mean, yeah, and I'm, I mean, listen. I've heard like Jordan probably is going to be at this game. Oh, I mean, it's going to oh, be. It's going to be. You're going to see all Sam. You're going to see all the UNC stars come out. Worthy supposed to be there. All yeah. those dudes. Everybody that's Montrose. been yeah. yeah. Tyler Har- uh, Harbaugh is going to be there. Ty Loss is going to. I know. Tyler Harbaugh. I'm not even that big a fan of Harbaugh, but man, that guy could have played. When, uh, when I, North Carolina had nothing but big meaty white guys down oh, in the God. center. Another, another quick stat. I don't know if you already said this, yeah. uh, Andrew, but uh, this will be UNC's 21st Final Four appearance, most of all time. That's right. Coach K's 13th Final Four appearance, most of all time for coaches. Too. Yeah. So this is the whole stage. This is elite. Is, like, three out of the four This teams, is what Vegas wants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three out of the four teams are just blue chip Programs in the NCAA, and you yeah, can even yeah. argue Villanova has been over the last ten years. Absolutely, you can't say that. Absolutely. So, like, this is yeah, like you said, this is exactly what CBS wanted, yeah, yep. TBS wanted, and what Vegas wanted. Yeah. I mean, because either way, you're looking at it like Villanova versus Kansas. It's almost David and Goliath. Yeah. For UNC Duke, it's like this is the rivalry this matchup is, of all time. Yeah. This is what <laughs> college basketball has been about for the last. 30 years. Exactly. It's romanticized <laughs> basketball. What more could you ask for? That being said, yes, I'm choosing UNC. <laughs> I'm choosing them by a point and a half on this, though. I'm giving it. It's a close game. It's it going is, to be a game. It's a shot in the final seconds kind of thing, and then it's a stop on the other end well, we kind even, of game. We, You and I even talked about this today. Like, I was looking up great moments in North Carolina. Duke. Oh my All God. the buzzer beaters are Duke <laughs> plays. Yes. Oh, yeah. When you North Carolina... When North Carolina beats Duke, they beat him pretty handily where there's no doubt. Yeah. So there's only been one game where it was like a point difference, basically, in the last 15, 20 years or so, I think it is. So I know I've always known that this is like always been like the closest scoring matchup anywhere. Like I always tell people, you know, they always joke about, well, you know, the records really don't (laughs) count. No, with this game, records never count. Yeah. Somebody could come in there like on a 10 game losing streak and just go out of their mind because it's Duke, North Carolina. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the one one and a half points on on UNC. I I think this hits the over. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, And you know what? I will say this. Even after Krzyzewski, even no matter where it ends for him, this is going to continue to be a good one. Because yeah. he picked oh, a great yeah. successor who's got the same mentality he does, the same coaching style he does. I'm I'm going to be very interested to see how Shire adapts to having absolutely. the reins. I I honestly think it's a it's a little bit of a uh, a co coach 
Yeah, this year, huge, huge, huge because still. they're sitting right beside each other and they're talking constantly. Mm-hmm. If you watch, yeah. so it's I love been interesting. Seeing, I love seeing Coach K on the sidelines. Just his whole reaction and his face expressions crack me. I up. love that he's like that guy has kicked the floor. Yeah. More yeah. times than I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's really into this. And, like, anytime something goes wrong, he just lifts his leg and down that foot comes. And, rah, 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 rah. and I'm like, whoa, all right. Uh, you got to love it, folks. And we love it so much. I we It's so anticipated at this point. Final four coming up this week. I, it's going to be a fun one, folks. So get your popcorn ready for a fun matchup. And speaking of fun, folks, it's time for that fun, that wonderful, that excellent moment that we all love here. It's the greatest moment in all of sports radio. Radio, sports, TV, entertainment. TV, entertainment, entertainment. whatever you want to find. It's your Killing Me Smalls. And if you had a You're Killing Me Smalls moment, hit us up at Blow the Whistle one on all social media and let us know what you said. You're Killing Me Smalls. That's coming up next here on Blow the Whistle on SportsDownChicago.com. You're Killing Me Smalls. That's right, folks. It is time for You're Killing Me Smalls. Right here on SportsTownChicago.com's Blow the Whistle. I'm Andrew Valentin here with David Dykstra and Tyler the Beautiful. And, of course, we are doing the greatest segment in all times. You're killing me, Smalls. And if you had a moment that had you saying you're killing me, Smalls, please, again, hit us up at BlowTWhistle1 on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We want to hear from you guys as well. We'll read it off for you, and we'll put as much passion and energy into it as possible. What's up, David? Are we all in agreement? Are, are we? Are, me? are, are I mean, we? Are we? Can, I I have no problem just doing one. one. I'm sorry. Real quick, this is so <laughs> random. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, one? sorry. This is just the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Through work, we have a Slack group chat, right? I got a personal direct message from someone through Odyssey that uh, through a Slack. Mm-hmm. My last name is Buterbaugh. This dude's last name is Pewterpaw. Pewterpaw. <laughs> What? I don't know. Is, is that, that might be random? Or is that just, <laughs> no, it's real. Apparently, it's, Randall it's, Pewterball. It's his. That's it's his awesome. alter ego. His. Sorry, his, that was just his evil twin, right? That's it. That's the deal, it's right? The, it's reverse DC universe, <laughs> right? My name is Siler Pewterball. It's got the eye Sorry, patch over that, his eye. The, that threw me off. <laughs> he's the six nine version. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I thought I was gonna have the best joke today. Damn it! No, yours was better. Yeah, yours yeah, was better. Yeah, yeah. I'm just feeding <laughs> off of it, man. Yours was better. It's like a, it's a building box. We're just yeah. building on top of it. Yeah, we're like Legos here. We just build on top <laughs> of one another. That was really good. I like that. Oh man. So our. Getting back to what we are, yeah. are, are we all are we, are we all, all in agreement? I think we're all in agreement on this. Okay. Okay. I mean, who, who what other to... chaos was yeah. happened? I mean, Should I read off what happened? Should I kind of explain what happened here? Uh, I guess? If you don't know, where have you been? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, real quick, for those who may have been <laughs> not on the internet or watching TV or talking to a person in public, I don't know, in a prison it's... camp in either <laughs> Ukraine, or Turkey, or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you're Brittany Griner, <laughs> <laughs> that too. So prison Whoops. is somewhere in the, in the Easter block. But uh, for those who don't know, uh, the 94th Academy Awards took place over the weekend, and obviously, as it, you know, maybe few. I don't really watch them, but uh, I did. Did you? Yes, I actually did. Okay, no, I was but were they, the were they good at living? I, I watched. I actually, I I'm very I, on on a whole different note. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually very inspired to see this movie Coda. I've heard a lot of good things about that. The, I heard the, it was the uh, deaf 
actor yeah. uh, won Best Supporting Actor. I saw that. I did hear about that. I was that. super. Yeah. And then they won Best Picture. So I'm oh, very. Nice. And it has uh, Marla Maples. Oh, okay. I, the, the, yeah. the, the famous deaf actress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. I'm very. I, I really want to see intriguing. it. That's intriguing. I want to check that out then. Uh, I mean. But well, the, and it, it's, also, it's also based in Gloucester. Massachusetts. Oh, is it really? Which is where Wicked Tuna happens. Okay. So I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering if any of the guys are actually in the movie oh, from Wicked Tuna. That'd be so. actually. I, that'd be interesting to see. I gotta check that out now. I'm gonna be. I, I gotta get to a movie theater at some point to see something that's not action packed or whatever. But uh, uh, on a different level, though. Yeah. I, before we get to this, the thing that killed me about that whole thing more than this mm-hmm. was the fact that Dune was nominated for so many freaking awards. I have never, and I get if you are a Dune person and you've yeah. read the books, it hits a little different. Yeah, but as a a movie goer, and mm-hmm. I've seen the original. Yeah, this was such a slow paced movie. I, never, I don't think I've seen. No, I've granted, I, the special effects and everything oh, yeah, were it was great. great. It but took me a while to finally watch it, but it was the plot was just it moved so slow. A it, movie I saw, I told you about it on Netflix, The Adam Project. With Ryan Reynolds, and Mark Ruffalo, I've heard it's fantastic heard it's really good. movie. Fantastic! <laughs> Look at us really just talking. It exceeded right, expectations. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. All right, all right. So at we the, could go down a rabbit hole up, right now. We're it's, not movie, the, the, it's not movie talk. It's not movie talk. But I mean, at, since since he brought his up, yeah. uh, must watch yeah. new series Halo. Absolutely must watch. Okay. I just started watching the Endgame series that you recommended. Very good. (laughs) I told you. Love that. Love it. Uh, Yes. At the 94th Academy Awards, uh, Chris Rock was hosting... And uh, he, he was actually just he was doing an award. Oh, yeah, he was. Well, he was. Yeah, he was hosting this part of the awards ceremony, if you will. Right? I might be to, able to kind of describe what it he was, was presenting, presenting an award. It. Thank you. Yeah, yes. He was a presenter. I couldn't think of I the might word be able to reason. play it. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> if you get, if you find the audio, but uh, to set it Does up. it have it bleep, dude? <laughs> it's on ABC seven. So I'm assuming okay. it is. <laughs> Let me see if it works. All I don't right, know. If it, see if it works. Uh, but Chris Rock was basically doing his shtick. You know, he's a comedian, and he said a joke uh, pertaining to Jada Pinkett Smith uh, having to do with a reference to G.I. Jane, a former movie from, I believe it was the 90s or so when it came out. Or, Demi uh, Moore movie. Yeah, Demi Moore movie. Uh, Jada, but he made a reference to her having a shaved head, which, if you don't know, she suffers from alopecia, which is loss of hair, so she shaves her head. It, it, people have it. it. It happens. But, uh, Will Smith did not take very kindly to it, obviously. And she didn't take kindly to it, obviously. You could see she was not amused. But neither was Will Smith because Will Smith, the man that you would... You would never think this oh, about he, this man. He, in, he imparted all of King Richard into his. <laughs> I was going to say, he, uh, he got up out of his seat. He got up on the stage, walked right down the center of that thing, and came in with the open hand of the decade and just... Completely Ooh. against Chris Rock's face and just strutted right back to his seat, uh, in which Chris Rock was like, Wow, I just got slapped in the face, and he used expletives by Will Smith. In which Will Smith then said, uh, Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Clean and version. Cleaning, yep. cleaning that. Cleaning <laughs> mouth. So. Pretty big. And then what's wild is not but moments later, he wins Best Actor for King Richard and goes up on the stage and is accepting the award and is crying. And everyone's like, you can by see the, the fans are out there going like, this is kind of weird. By it's the way, so weirdest, weirdest, except like you could tell that the whole incident kind of rattled him oh, because yeah. it was so out of his character. Absolutely. Yeah. 
here's my thing. Yeah. And I'm just going to put this out there. I don't care. Apologies have been issued by both yes. both parties. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do I agree that you should ever physically go at someone like that? No. Yeah. Do I understand it? You're sitting there telling me Chris Rock didn't know that she had alopecia. Yeah. I'm Listen, that community she publicly that community it. is tight enough that she's been he a spokesperson knew. for that yeah. stuff. Like that's yeah. that being said, there are some things you just don't joke about. Absolutely. Right. He comes out and apologizes for that. That's great. Here's my thing. Not many people know, and I know you don't, you young pup. <laughs> you know what it reminded me of? Mm. Jerry Lawler, Andy Rickman. Oh yeah. That uh I still ooh, yeah. you can you can sit mm-hmm. here and tell me. They both apologized. Both did. Andy Rickman and Jerry Lawler both apologized, yep. too. This smells. Mm-hmm. This smells of a setup on the largest. Maybe Chris Rock not getting enough publicity lately. Yeah. Well, the thing is, he's going on tour, like, real soon. I'm yeah. telling you. Yes. No one knew about it until right. this came out. It smells of conspiracy. If you look at one of the frames, if you go through it, yeah, I'm almost leaning towards it after I saw because someone took a screenshot of it, and he was literally like getting ready to like he clenched himself, yeah, getting ready for the hit. So I mean, it almost I, it almost looks like it could have been staged. That's the thing because yeah. when you after he said the joke, it pans over to Will Smith. Right. Will Smith's laughing about the joke, and then it pans away, and then it comes back to Will Smith going up. So I mean, well, and it's possible that Jada said something. Jada, right? Like leaned over and go, "Baby, that ain't funny." Yeah, and, and, yeah. and you know, I mean, that's the thing is like, for those who are saying whether it's real or fake, I it's I think it's real. He really hit him. Oh yeah. But whether uh, it's not whether or not staged. it was real or not fake. Yes, exactly. Was it staged? Was it a moment right. where Chris Rock took the blow? But this was all something that was planned out as like a gimmick. About exactly. Off, Chris Rock, strongest K-fabe, jaw in my life. <laughs> I've ever seen that. Come on, taking a me- that was. Yeah. I'm just upset that this dude fought five six hours a day for Ali. Like he was in the gym, and all you come across with was a face slap. Like, dude, hit him with the right hook. Come on now. Come See, on. but what is we what want is entertainment? Yeah. Okay, so but here's my thing. What's more embarrassing, getting punched or being biatch slapped? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it, yeah. And, 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 I, and I don't mean, like, that's demeaning. Right. Oh, of course. Being slapped Absolutely. is demeaning. You want to punch me? I, I'll knock me out. That's cool. Right. But yeah. if you smack me in my face, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's that's my mentality. There, yeah, are two, a, there are two things in this two. world that people, just anybody who's listening, don't ever do to me. Don't ever spit at me. And don't yeah. ever slap me in my face because I will kill you yeah. straight up. <laughs> Both of those are just the two death will most rain down upon you. you yeah. ever do to my someone. eyes, my eyes will go gray, and I won't remember <laughs> what happened. It's just one of those things. It's just it's wild. Like this is like this even happened. I mean, whether it was staged or if it was just like an actual real reaction to what was said, like you just don't expect something like that to happen at the awards. You expect the long speeches and the like. This is not you know we need to do more for the world kind of speech and everything. And they play the into world. yeah. To add on the awkwardness was that he part he went out and party. Will Smith went yeah, out, he was party out there partying with his Oscar award. Like, it was just I don't know the I'm whole situation. Telling you, it was staged. It, it feels Something it probably had to have been like brilliant it, marketing idea. Yeah, absolutely. Gotta say. Well, 
I mean, how do you think Andy Kaufman? I, I, I said Andy. Yeah, I know, like yeah. The, I was thinking it was like, that's, that's, that's I don't not think right. that's him. Yeah, yeah. Andy, Andy Kaufman. Kaufman. They set up a whole wrestling thing. It was supposed to be all like. Have you ever seen Man on the Moon? It's about the life of Andy Kaufman. Brilliant, brilliant comedian. I don't think I have. Yeah. Drew, or Drew Carey. Jim Carey plays the lead, Andy Kaufman, mm-hmm. and stayed in character the entire time he was filming this and became a complete tool. Okay. <laughs> but they, he and Jerry Lawler, who is a, a wrestling icon. Yes. The uh, real life Andy Kaufman and, and Jerry, Jerry Lawler, Lawler set up this whole thing of being like, all he did was wrestle women, yeah. and then he called out Jerry Lawler, and then after the fight was over, they went on uh, The Late Show with David Letterman, and Kaufman called him a cheater, and Lawler just straight up smacked him. Yeah. Really? Like, smacked him. Like, like a hard smack. Like, hit threw him out of his chair kind of smack. So, yeah. it's not out of the realm of possibility, and I will conspiracy theory that to death. <laughs> There's <laughs> a video... I think it was staged. There was a video on YouTube. I don't know if it was staged or not, but everyone's saying it wasn't. But like behind the scenes of filming, uh, I think the newest Fast and Furious movie, Dwayne The Rock yeah. Johnson slaps the hell out of Tyrese Gibson. People are saying yeah. like that there was an actual big argument about something because I think because obviously uh, See, I yeah, believe I The Rock wouldn't. The Rock bought no. the rights to that, right? No, he, no, 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 he no, doesn't. No, 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 no. I thought he produces. Uh, Fast and Furious movies now. No. Oh, okay. No, he's still just just he, starring in them. That's all. I know he took a big part in it, like meaning like he's right the, he's the like the highest paid actor started. of them all out of that group. Yeah, he's the highest paid actor. Period. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's true. The man does everything. He's yeah. he's gonna run for president. But that one looks legit. You can hear that clap. Yeah, right? it was. Well, cool. But that's the thing is like now. I mean. People are doing that all over the place, right? For the internet, like they start fake beef just to kind of get the internet talking about them, right? That's yeah. that's kind of, it's not the way I would say to go about it, but it is the way to kind of get famous real quick when you're like semi-famous or trying to stay in the limelight, right? And do you, and do you want me to be real honest? Mm. Mm. He should have won for Ali. Oh, he should oh, yeah. have won for Ali years It shouldn't ago. have taken this long for him to have won Ali something like Ali or The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. I, I think we're oh, too... Yeah. The only reason he got one this year is because uh, Serena and Venus were behind it, and it got pushed pretty hard. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he did a... He did a I finally watched it. He did a, an all right job in See, it, I will that, say. That's what I'm saying. I thought Compared Ali was to way Ali, better. Yeah. He embodied Ali. Yeah, yeah, you could feel that. And again, come on, man. You, like I said, like you said, I mean, yes, open hand, yes, but you got a little training in there. Let's go, <laughs> man. Come on. But uh, once again, what's, what's more demeaning? Yeah, true. Yeah, what, exactly. What's going to make more of an impact and leave more of that sound? So I get it. I yeah, get you it. Heard, you heard that. All right. Well, folks, that's going to do it for your kid. Wait, 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 wait. What, whoa, what's whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't do it. So. Oh, oh so. All, right, if told all of us together? Yeah. So to Will Smith and, and Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> there we go. Come on. I, that's that's that I completely that yeah. lost track of where we were because we were talking about this one thing for You're Killing Me, Smalls. I, lo- I apologize, folks. But that's going to do it for You're Killing Me, Smalls. Again, if you guys had something, let us know at blow 2 We want to hear from you guys, as always. Uh, so please. And let us know, obviously, what you thought about. Do you think it was real? Do you think it was staged? We want to hear from you guys as well on this. This was this was obviously, this is not going away. And also, send us your favorite memes, too. Oh, there, yes, please! There has been yes. some great ones out there. I've seen the Mason Rudolph with the Miles Garrett throwing the helmet at him. <laughs> <laughs> I've, That's fantastic. I've seen uh, Baker Mayfield's worth the first round pick in the NFL free agency slapping him in the face kind of thing. I love these memes. Keep them coming, folks. We want to see them. Uh, but, folks, that's going to do it for this first hour. 
So I hope you have enjoyed it. But fret not, mon frères, because we do have Aura Dos coming at you, folks. That's right. An hour two is coming at you, where we are going to be hitting you with the sports forfecta, I guess you could say. I don't know how to say it for four. NFL, quadfecta. NBA, quadfecta, quadfecta. Thank you. Quad I couldn't pod. think of the word. I mean, we're hitting. Hey, you with, we gotta hit quad. Yeah, absolutely, we gotta hit that quad because quad will never forget about you. <laughs> but we're gonna be hitting all the top sports when we come back here for the second hour, right here on SportsSoundChicago.com's Blow the Whistle. And welcome back for hour two. Here for Blow the Whistle what on SportsTownChicago.com. I'm Andrew Valentin, still here with David Dykstra and, of course, Tyler Beautiful. And, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is our two time where we are going to be discussing everything from the NFL's big news to the Bulls and their wailing ways. We, of course, will be diving into the Cubs and White Sox possibilities, plus what the rest of baseball has to offer in competition for the Cubs and the White Sox during the season as well. And maybe a little bit of predictions on who's going to win some awards potentially. Uh, but folks, we're going to start this one off with the NFL. That's right. We've had some, some smaller news happening in the NFL, somewhat more trivial than usual, but we do have some little bit newer news now for us, if, if we may. And that is the NFL is officially changing up its overtime rules Yay. for the playoffs. Yeah, uh, not for the regular season, but for the playoffs. I, I see, and I, I actually like that. Yeah. I actually, okay, that's fine. You can play to a tie. Mm-hmm. That's great. Absolutely. I, I mean, I would have liked if they did it for the regular season, but I mean, just because to me, I mean, here, here's the, the ties I think are dumb. But see, here's the issue. Then how much wear and tear are you going to have on your guys? Right. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. My, my whole thing is having a tie within like your season. I think I just... It should just be based off wins and losses. There I don't. There shouldn't be no ties. I, I listen. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the NFL regular season just like I'm gonna take the NBA regular season. Yeah. Just like you take the Major League Baseball regular season. Yes, it's condensed and there's only 17 games, but. So then will OT basically still run the exact same way in the regular season? Yeah. Yes, okay, OT for right now okay. in the regular season will be the same. So how this is going to be, it's been a modified proposal for overtime uh, that happened just today uh, that will guarantee each team a possession, but only in the postseason. So uh, the rules for, yes, rule for regular seasons, which allow the team, team with the first position to win it if it scores a touchdown will remain unchanged. That is Per ESPN from Kevin Seifert, so that that's that's how this is going to be for right now. The idea, according to some of the other articles they saw from like Yahoo and stuff, is that they hope to see what it looks like in the postseason to see if it is going to be effective enough for the regular season. Because according to okay. Kevin Seifert, uh, since they've implemented these new rules for overtime in the regular season, it's been a fifty-fifty on who wins. Whoever wins the coin, it's a 50-50 that they're going to win it. It's uptick now to 54%. So it's so a 4% increase over the last, I think it's two, three years now. So we're seeing a little bit higher. You win the coin toss. You you, you take possession. You win the game. Yeah. So about 4% increase from 50% where it's been usually. So okay, that's that's where it stands right now. But uh, I guess I guess the real quick question is obviously what do we? I mean, we've kind of already said how we feel about these, but I throw it out to the fans. Obviously, what do you guys think about these OT rules? Should they be applied to the uh, regular season? And I also throw this out too, so you guys can answer this. Mike Tomlin has also said now that he does not fear 
He said he does not fear overtime. He said it in a very kind of like, I, I don't fear death kind of thing. <laughs> I don't fear. That sounds like well, a Tom he said, Lynch I don't fear sudden death. But <laughs> what do you guys think about the possibility of, you know, going back to more of that southern, that staying in this sudden death thing? I mean, what do you guys think about that? Uh, obviously, comment, blow two, whistle one. We want to hear from you guys. I mean, Tyler, start it off, man. I mean, what do you think about all this? I, I mean, <clears throat> like, just like you said, like we've talked about this before, and what I said earlier was like I love the fact that they were even talking about it. Yeah, and I love the fact that they finally changed it because the big I think the biggest what made this more controversial was that Bills and Chiefs game because yeah. that was by far one of the greatest playoff games that we've ever seen ever. Like, yeah, there was it was within the last two minutes of the game, it was just back and forth scoring, and that's super like everyone loves that. That's super exciting, and. And how we mentioned it before, that game could have gone either way. It, mm-hmm. If the Bills won the toss, the Bills would have made it. That was that would have gone to the AFC Championship, correct? Uh, yes, that would have been going to the AFC yeah. Championship game. And so that would have changed everything. Right. That would have been a huge different uh, deal. But I'm glad seeing this now because, and mm-hmm. I've heard other people say, um, one guy I used to work with on BetQL, <clears throat> He hates the idea. He considers it as like a participation thing. I how would it, I don't I don't get how it could be considered as like like he's saying like if they're doing this, it's just handing them um, the opportunity. It's like yeah. it's not handing it to them. It's just giving them the fair chance because whoever wins that game is it's down to the fate of the what if it's heads or tails, right? So I mean, giving them the fair like it it shouldn't matter either way. And about which if it's heads or tails, it's just. It gives two, both uh, solid contending teams, mm-hmm. like at the exact same level, the chance of winning this game and moving on. Because, like we said, it could have gone either way. And so, I love the idea of this. Honestly, I wish it could go in the regular season. Yeah. To me, I just always hate ties. I think ties are so dumb. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, you don't want a participation award? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think ties are so dumb because, I mean. Everybody gets a trophy. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, okay, you guys weren't able well, to at score. At least we know what kind of dad Tyler's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> no participating here. <laughs> no, you don't get that trophy. Give me it. I just think it's dumb because then it kind of gets, it, it messes with all of the, uh, with all of the rankings yeah. and stuff like that. So it's like, it should just be straight up wins or losses. There should just be no ties. I'll, I'll settle for having it in the playoffs. Yeah. About with the overtime rules, but I'm hoping with how it goes in this postseason, mm-hmm. it will eventually change in the regular season. Because I mean, you don't see ties in college football, right. so that's that's where I'm at with it. Okay, David, what about you, man? Um, I couple questions about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the idea. I I truly do. Mm-hmm. How. My, my thing is, how often is that scenario actually going to come up, though? Because I do like the fact that they get each each team gets a possession. But, right. like, to me, that game between the Chiefs and the Bills was an anomaly. Yeah. Like, those were two premier quarterbacks at the highest of heights during that game where I don't care if you put maybe even, like, the 85 Bear defense out there. <laughs> They're going to find a way to make things work and score. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, I want a little more elaboration on this. Right. Okay. Let, let's just take that game for an example. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes goes down, scores a touchdown. 
Josh Allen gets the ball. They drive down. They get a touchdown. Mm. Yeah. Are we then going to sudden death? Are are we continuing to do the each team gets a possession? So according to Seifert, I found it here actually here. uh, He says, if the score remains tied in the postseason after each team has had a possession, the game will be decided by traditional sudden death. So okay. it does. So there is still an implementation of the sudden. I death, like that. But it's not right off the bat. I like that a little bit more than yeah. kids. So if they both score a touchdown, does it come down to like then? First then it one goes scores? To, yeah. Then yes. it comes yeah. to sudden okay. death. Oh, see, I like that. Yeah, I do kind of like that. I also wouldn't mind it bringing in. Okay, so let me just expand on this then. Yeah. <laughs> All right, both teams score touchdowns, yeah. field goals, whatever. Yeah. Then it goes to sudden death. Mm-hmm. I would actually like to see the the regular season rule of well, if the other team comes down and gets a a field goal, the other team has the opportunity to go and get a touchdown. Then after that doesn't happen, yeah. say the other team or no, oh. then it goes to sudden death. Okay. Do you oh, see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, see yeah, I get mean, you. Yeah. Okay, I, I, that's not a bad idea either. I mean, that gives. I mean, it's all. Listen, it's all about trying to keep the action within the game, right? You have such a good game like that going on. You wanna, you know, nobody wants to see the game end so quickly like it did, right? You want right. to see a little bit more scoring. I mean, let's be honest, offense is what's selling right now across all sports leagues. Everyone wants, everyone wants to see scoring. Everyone wants to see big plays from the quarterback, the big shot from the best player, right? So. For this kind of rule to be implemented, it's nice. I mean, it's only the postseason, but obviously where it really counts, where it really matters, this could mean a lot, especially when you go into overtime, again, with a game like that. But like you said, David, that game was a bit of an anomaly because when are you going to have such a perfect matchup like that? I mean, we hope we have more matchups like that. That was a great game. We want more of those By games. By far, best playoff game you'll ever see. Absolutely. You want to see best quarterback versus best quarterback, best offense, best offense, best defense, best off. You want to see these matchups happen, right? You want the Gabriel Davis who kind of not really came out of the blue but comes out and has like four touchdowns in a game, right? You want to see those big moments. So, I, but I agree with you. I think that's a it would be a great idea just to kind of keep the flow of the action happening, and it also it, it ends the game. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Is it, it's about ending because, like you said, Tyler, these ties. I mean, we don't see ties anymore. College football said no more ties because we're not doing this co championship stuff anymore. No more 1990s Georgia Tech and Washington sharing a a cha- or no 1990s Bills uh, Buffalo and uh, Colorado. Colorado Colorado Buffalo it was and uh, Michigan and no. uh, Georgia. Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech sharing yeah, yeah, a championship. Yeah. They were done with that. They're like, no more co-champions. One one champion, one team yeah. wins the title. I just, how listen, <laughs> we could go on a whole nother tangent about, about the college <laughs> rules and them going, oh, like, we're only going to go for two-point I mean, conversions for God, now. For those no! Who, for those who don't know, basketball used to go into ties. Like you, like you don't understand how how good college basketball has it now. There used to be times where teams were like thirty two, four and five or whatever. They used to have ties, and people were like, "How does that determine things?" Like exactly. That's that's just why I, I hate the whole situation the NFL has ties. Yeah, it's just so dumb. Yeah, because you can have a team wins. as crap. Like I believe, not not crappy. Um, was it the Steelers that they just made the playoffs because they had a tie? This year? They, yeah. Yes. yes. But they weren't even, I forgot who was right underneath them, but they weren't even that much better compared to the team that was that just missed the playoffs because yeah. they had that stupid tie. Yeah. I think it's stupid. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm. <laughs> I hate it. It's stupid. <laughs> stupid. It's like I a don't little like it. It's stupid. It's like a little toddler it's over there. <laughs> I stupid. It's well, stupid. You know, I mean, listen, I'm I'm in agreement with you. I'm glad to see that the overtime rules have have obviously changed for for the NFL. And, and don't get me wrong, I don't I don't <clears throat> I don't like ties either. But I mean, if both def or both teams are so inept that they can't score in a quarter. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. Look, if it's going to be like a nine to six game, I'd rather them at that point almost tie, rather than be such a low scoring game. I mean, that, right, right. Uh, Bills and Jaguars. I mean, <sighs> such a brutal game. Yikes! That was so, horrible. I, that it, was so bad. It'll that'll be a twenty nine to twenty six game this year. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I really do. I will. Yeah, I want. I'd like to see the Jags. Jaguars have also around. officially come out and said that they're going to stay with London until 2025. I like that. I huh? like the fact that they're kind of committing to that. It, you know, it's kind of like the Lions committing to Thanksgiving. You don't really need it, but you know what? You're taking initiative the on Jacksonville something. Another, London Jaguars. Another yeah. interesting news I saw, it was mm-hmm. per Adam Schefter, was that uh, Kansas, the Chiefs are open to moving into the, the their stadium to the actual state of Kansas. Really? Yeah. Oh, uh, talks about Buffalo, Buffalo got a new Buffalo deal. Buffalo got a new deal. Renewed its deal. $1.4 billion for its new, new stadium. New stadium in Orland Park, I believe it was in Buffalo. Buffalo's moving to Chicago yeah, area? Oh, God. Please. Please, that would be great. Just because we're kind of spewing out yeah. NFL news. Another one. I mean, this it was, wasn't like crazy, oh, my God, kind no. of news this week. But no, it was, it, this is the most recent cool stuff. player yeah. movement. Uh <laughs> Right? Or you no? got them on the toilet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jabril Preppers uh, oh, yeah. signs one-year deal to the Patriots. Not a bad move. The Patriots no. do need that safety spot to kind of be short up. Jabril's more, he's he's a Tyron Matthew kind of he is. safety. Yeah. He is. He's uh, all over the place. Matthew's still, he's still out there. No one, he's looking for money. That, that's, he's that's looking what, for money. And I knew that was going to happen that's in the Kansas thing. City. A lot of people are talking about, well, look at all these free agents that are still out there, right? There's Stephon Gilmore, Tyron Matthew. Jarvis Landry and it's, everyone's like why aren't these guys getting it and well Jarvis just fired his agent and got a new one because he's looking for that lucrative contract but dude all those guys on those lists if you look at them it's either injuries it's getting older or it's down in production right it's one of those three things Tyron's that's really the only Tyron's the, the only, only one, one that's kind of like still in that he range. had he had concussion issues last right. year yeah. but other than that I mean I think it's just he wants money you here's the thing about the honey badger. I would want him on any one of my teams. I would too. Just yeah. for the pure leadership aspect. He and makes every a team every team yeah, says he's yeah. a he's a born leader. He's I mean for Kansas guys, City didn't have a strong defense until he until really showed him. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He became the leader in that voice of that defense. I mean, for a guy that went from corner and all of a sudden they're like, We'll put you at safety and see what you can do, and he just starts knocking guys around. <laughs> That says a lot for his talent, and I. It's going to be interesting to see where those free agents lie too, because I think there's Gilmore, so many of them out. I there. think Gilmore ends up back in Carolina personally. I think I, okay. I keep feeling like New England's going to take like a one year free flyer on him. Watch New England sign a whole bunch of people for one year. That's what I feel like. They're yeah. just going to like going pour, all in on this. They're going to wait for the one year contract. Honestly, to pour this out. might be the season of one year deals. Yeah, it might be. I it, mean, it how they were a lot might, of these guys. It might be that they were pretty. Cl- they were close to making noise last year. Yeah. Well, and this is what Bill does. Like, get him on the yeah. cheap, get him one-year deals. Like, and then it's like, all right, you were productive for us. You can stick around. Or, all right, you didn't do anything. We'll You're give gonna, you a two, three, a three-year deal with yeah. a two-year out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
you ever hear a Cam Newton, you're going to go the same way he did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and speaking of which, he's still out there too, and the Panthers are even talking about bringing him back. Yeah. So we'll see. It's going to be an interesting free agency is not over yet. NFL is still going to keep going on, but we're going to let the NFL do its thing as we get into the NBA because we have to talk about this hometown team right here in Chicago and the destitute range that they possibly have or falling into. We'll talk about that here on Blow the Whistle on SportstownChicago.com. There's a reason we keep it going. Well, someone's trying to. Someone didn't play it last week. Not gonna mention any names. <laughs> Don't be looking at me. I'm not mentioning your name. But his initials are Tyler Buterball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? I got I got a great rejoin for the Bulls, and this isn't a part of it. And I'm like, what are you doing? Uh, what did I play last week? I don't know. I wasn't even on the board. I was no, you you did rejoins. I did. I forgot what the hell I had. You had some kind of... I can't remember. I remember what it was. I kind of remember what it was, but it was like just weird. Well, welcome everybody remember. here to the Whistle. Blow the Whistle here on com. Andrew Balanton. We're talking business. David Dyson and Tyler Beard. But yeah, you, business. Well, that's the behind the scenes if you don't want to know of, of us uh, doing our thing. Uh, but obviously, welcome back, everybody. Uh, make sure to follow us again. Blow to Whistle 1 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also, hit us up at Blow to Whistle Radio at gmail.com for any questions, comments. We want to hear from you guys as well. And big shout out to all the people from Underhood Podcast listening and new and current listeners as well. Uh, and we are talking about the Bulls. That's right. And if you don't know, it has just been a huge disappointment for the Bulls. They have only won four of their last 10 games. As last night, they lost to the New York Knicks, 109 to 104, in just another disappointing loss uh, here. David? I'm sorry. (laughs) Ian Rappaport just tweeted out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's just the phrasing that's got me laughing. Okay. Uh Former NFL, or from NFL Now, Taysom Hill will morph back into a tight end. Oh, I'm just not seeing it, too. Morph time. Morph. (laughs) Tight end. (laughs) What? But anyway. That just makes me think of like a Pokemon evolving. Of all all the words that you could use to him going back to the tight end position. Somebody with Photoshop, please Photoshop Taysom Hill like on like. Like the white power ranger. Please, (laughs) please, a bigger tight end like in the, has like the little Emily, get on that for us, please. Please. Oh my God. Uh, Director of social media, Emily. (laughs) Emily Green, this is your job. Uh, We need uh, Taysom Hill in a white, white. Ranger, Mighty Morphin Power Ranger outfit. I feel like he went into the thesaurus and was just like, what's a word I haven't used? A morph. morph. There we go. That's it. It's morphin time. <laughs> I love go, that. Go, go, Power Ranger. Yeah, you, by the way, if you ever hear my text tone go off in here, that will be what you hear. Do, 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 do. So you can tell I'm a fan. Uh, but yeah, so the Bulls, obviously, it's been a struggle. They have not been morphing into wins. They've been actually uh, morphing into losses. Unbelievably again. great transition. Thank that was you. fantastic. Um, that was a fantastic. Fantastic transition. They are right now 17, 17 and 22 away. Uh, they have been allowing 111.1 points averaged allowed. So, obviously, the big question is can the Bulls turn 
this around with a few away games left plus a stretch of home games here to go. Can the Bulls turn it around enough to keep themselves in their playoff spot or is this a possibility that they could potentially lose it? Again, hit us up on our social media at BlowTWSO1. David, start it off, man. What do you think I, about I, for the Bulls? Listen, I'm just going to say this. If I'm the Bulls right now, I better get five. I, either I want to lose the rest of my games and maybe slip into that sixth position or or try and win and get into that three position because where you're sitting right now, yeah. you do not want to be Chicago. No, that is that is well, that is very likely, and, and I I hate to say this, that's very likely a four game sweep going up against Boston right now. It might be, but it's if they tough. say the, if they go to the state that sit at the six, they'd face Miami. I'm okay with that. They haven't won a game against. I, I'm okay with that. You at least have a Why better chance against Philly. Well, yeah, the, rather than Philly, yeah. Philly or no? No, yes. they're Boston. Boston? Yeah, they face four or five oh, right yeah. now. Is Boston? That is the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's I know, dude. Like, where the hell did Boston just show up all of a sudden? They uh, were down. They Jaylen, kicked it up and not. Jalen yeah, Brown, just went. Chan- Channing they, Tatum, they just, Channing Tatum, yes, Channing Tatum. <laughs> Dancing my way to a championship. <laughs> Good night. Oh, I can't even blame it on it being a Monday either. You're I'm killing just, me, small. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I was in Coach Carter, then I did step up. Was, uh, I, I thought I was John Cena for a while, and then I was like, nah, that ain't me. So you have smart. Tatum and Brown just hitting on elite levels right yeah, now. Absolutely. No, they're just they're turning it up. You know what it was? It was Alpha Horford going back to the Boston Celtics. Uh, he seems to have kind of I mean he he's seems been, to kind of in that energy I'm too. Telling you, he's been going. He loves Boston. But I'll let you guys I just want no, like sure. I, if, yeah. if I'm the Bulls right now, the last place I want to be is that four five slot. I mean that their last game here against the the Raptors, they they lost in an overtime, one fifteen to one twelve. That's Boston to be, but all five of their starters scored in double digits. Smart had twenty eight. They could easily have won this game if, oh, I don't know, either one of their starters, Tatum or Brown, would have been in the game. Like they probably, like they, that's not even with their top guys in. Like that, and that's Siakam also scoring forty on them. So. <laughs> Take that for what you will. Like this Boston team has really found themselves resilient, but they really, yeah, they really turned themselves around. For me, I, I'm, I'm hoping that because they're winning more at home, that they can use that advantage of the five game streak at home to their advantage. But the problem is, they've hit, they've clearly hit a wall. Something has happened with this team where they bottom line. What I think it is is just ever since the the injuries. And the COVID situations, yeah. that's the, the COVID thing, I think that really killed the momentum for that team. I think, like, mm-hmm. as soon as that crap happened, yeah. it literally just kind of, it just derailed the whole momentum that the Bulls had. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to hear, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Bulls are still a great team. They're still a great team, but they're not, <laughs> I know, I know, I just, I, like, I, literally I just that. cut... <laughs> I'm not gonna say they're a great team, but they're, they're God, they're a great team. They're a good team. They're yes, a good team. They go. have they have they, they have, have potential. Yes. <laughs> they have they have solid. They have the from the lineup they had from last year to this year, huge improvement. Absolutely. It's just they 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 can't they haven't been able to uh, steer this uh, team back in the right direction. Right. They've, they've just totally lost momentum and all that was good in the Bulls. They they'll make playoffs. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you can see in the remaining of their um, schedule, I mean, they'll win a good amount of these games, especially with the majority of them being home. Yeah. But, I mean, I just can't see them making a far run in the playoffs. That's a bold I mean, prediction, Tyler. What? 
them going to win a majority of the rest of their games? I mean, you got, the way listen, they've been playing. I know, but I don't know. I think them getting getting back at home will help them out. I think they'll I think they'll win against Washington. They'll win against the Clippers. Miami, Milwaukee, Boston, uh, probably not. Charlotte, yeah, and then Minnesota probably. Yeah, I would. I mean, that's a tough. That's still a tough. That's a Minnesota, tough way to end Minnesota it. and Charlotte are not given. I mean, Charlotte just kicked the hell out of uh, Golden State there. So that's true. I I, I mean, it, it, this is this it's is kind of do or die situation for them. And I, I will say this too. I think this team kind of hit, like like you said, they got tired. They're hitting a wall a little bit, right? They do have older stars on their team with DeRozan and Vooch, who I'm sure are kind of worn out from the wear and tear of 35-plus minutes each. Right. Having to kind of carry the load, too, especially for DeRozan. I mean, he's been fantastic, obviously, but he's been having to do a lot of the work, especially with Levine being hurt. But, I mean, and I don't want to – I don't ever want to punish fans for believing, but I also want to say, like – Fans should have tapered their expectations because I think what happened was they started off so great. Fans start talking about the C word, which I've always said, I'm not going to say the C word because to jump to that conclusion, just because you're in first place, this is the kind of thing that I knew could potentially happen, right? We saw how the East was stacked up. Yeah. Everybody was in that competition that in that fight, obviously a team like Brooklyn has fallen out. Philly has kind of climbed back in. Boston's kind of climbed back in. So there's new teams in there. But this is the kind of thing that I told people, don't get too excited about this because this is what could happen. This is a new team, new chemistry. Everybody's getting used to it now. You've watched right. film on them. You know how to attack them. And I want to get your opinion. And, and David, you could throw, you can uh, come in here as well. I want to hear your opinion. <clears throat> I heard this. If you don't die first. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Good God. Um I was working uh, the Rami show on the score, and we had a caller come in. Mm-hmm. And listen, he listen goes, to name drop. I know, right? <laughs> Such a name drop. I'm know? about to drop some names, too, because I no, want to no, tell Andrew about uh, what Ashu said. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, for get sure. his opinion But on this it. was a caller that called in, and he wants to put the entire blame on what uh, the Bulls not doing as great as they yeah. started off on Billy Donovan. I want to get your thoughts and opinions on that. Me, personally, yeah. I... I, I can't put this on Donovan. I mean, plain what? and simple, plain and simple. <laughs> Are you going to teach Vooch how to play defense? <laughs> well, yeah, he's never been a defensive guy, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You've got to yeah. understand what you have as a group. Right. You are trying to no, outscore teams instead of. But how are you going to be in the same defend them crowd? And get through? How are you going to be in the same part of the fans that. Loved Billy Donovan from the beginning of how the season started, and then they run into a rough patch, and now all of a sudden it's all Billy Donovan because they're fair weather fans. Exactly. This, well, this no, is I know. the evolution of a fan, right? You go from right. the highest of highs to the lowest no. of lows. When things get down, all of a sudden you're like, I need somebody to blame, and then you start pointing fingers. Right. And look, I think Billy Donovan. There is a potential for you to say that maybe his coaching has not been at its best quality, right? Clearly, there have been points where they've stayed in games, they've gotten the lead and stuff, but something's happened where all of a sudden it's disappearing. Is it because they don't have Lonzo? That's another part of it. You don't have your starting point guard out there. I think Patrick Williams is still trying to get back into the mix of things. You're trying to figure out... Exactly. You're trying to figure out what this roster is when everybody's fully healthy, and you still don't have everybody, I believe, at full health, because you can't tell me Levine, even though... That 27 was 
was great, but he still looks like he's still working with that knee at maybe yeah. like yeah. 75, 80%. So is it Billy Donovan's fault? There's probably, I would say like 15% of the blame to go on him for maybe his coaching style, but I would not say I it's agree with all you on, there. on him. There are portions of this that I think go to the players that go to just dumb luck, the, injury, yeah. COVID, whatever you want to say. And then it's just the rest of the league, I think is starting to figure out who the Bulls are. How do we attack them? How do we defend against them, right? If you take away their pick and rolls, if you're able to push them to the outside and force them to take threes, we're not the best three-point shooting team. We have the ability to take the good shot, but if you take away the good shot, all of a sudden the Bills, uh, the Bulls have to kind of fight for that, that opportunity. So I think that's part. I think that's the majority of it. Teams now know how to beat the Bulls. That's a big thing. That, I, that, that yeah, I agree with that as well. <laughs> I have a little that that's all, folks. Um, no, people are start. These teams are starting to take aware. Like, okay, these yeah. Bulls are legit, and they're we're, starting to figure it out. We're seventy games into the season. And where are their weak at? People know what they look down like. low. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, David. Okay, yeah. so we're up against a break. So I want to get this yeah. real oh, yeah. quick, dude. Go for it. Uh, Nick Ashu uh, laid down a. A pretty big bomb, I would consider it, wouldn't you, Tyler? I've told you about this. Maybe. Uh, he was in contact with someone who is a step away from uh, the whole Zion situation really? in New Orleans. Okay. Uh, the, the fracture there is deep between him and the GM. He probably will not play mm. this year oh. at all. Yeah. Shocker. Uh, he wants to play in New York City. Uh, his camp, and they're trying to convince him, is with a want him to go to a team that probably you will not will be surprised about. Okay, Detroit. Uh-huh. I could see that. I think him, I think Kate it would Cunningham work as the as the king and the as the two kings in in Detroit, kind of leading the way for the young rebuild for them. That's not a bad idea. That's a, that's definitely a would be a. Fixing up a hole that they have in that rock. I mean, there's a lot of listen that gives them an extra five games to win for the year. Maybe I mean that's you know you're you're building momentum at that point. So I'm I'm not opposed to. I think that's a good move. I mean, yes, New York obviously that's a desired place, right? right? To put your brand, your marketing, all that stuff. He also came out and said that Zion's been ready to go since February. Of course. Oh, I figured. I I think we all kind of knew that, especially if you see the video. He didn't really hide that dunking (laughs) and stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's been ready to go since. You, I don't know if you guys ever noticed that video of him dunking. Did yeah. you guys notice how flimsy <laughs> the court was? Yeah. I don't know if yeah. he's just that heavy, <laughs> but uh, it looked like he got a little He's extra. got some power to him. Yeah. No. It like, just there, it there's generates a, a lot of energy. Yeah. I was there's afraid a it was lot of be torque. Like a, there's a lot of torque that I was goes afraid I was going to see like a Looney Tunes moment where like just hole went <laughs> poof and he just went gone. Uh, I mean, listen, he keeps Space eating Jam. Space Jam 3. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, congratulations to LeBron James for winning his first ever Razzie uh, for Worst Actor at the Razzie Awards uh, for Space Jam 2. Congratulations to you, sir. Well deserved. Bravo. Good job, well deserved. Bravo. Bravo. I, would, I would sport that proudly. Absolutely. Well, L- everybody, LA, man. Since, since everybody name dropping here. Uh, Tony LaRusa told me, a little birdie, that I guess the White Sox may be potentially looking inwards for their next right fielder, but we'll be talking about that more with the Cubs here on SportsNowChicago.com's Blow the Whistle. Listen, you gotta let Tyler... 
You got to let Tyler have his Cubs moments because you aren't going to hear that song very much this year. <laughs> so I figured we play this for That's him. You're not wrong about that. Okay. Okay. You know. And if Brandon's listening, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Cubs are going to suck this year. You heard I'm it from fully David, pre- not me. I'm fully prepared to get hurt again. I, let's, I, I don't want to say suck. Yes. I think 500. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. Or a little bit under. Yeah. But 500 I, the max. I mean, the, the one thing that they have going for them this year that they do did not have last year is the fact that I think they have a legit one, too. Yeah, absolutely. And if some, I swear to God, the next person that comes up to me and says that Kyle Hendricks is the number one, I'm going to smack him across their face. <laughs> of course he's the number one. What no. <laughs> Strowman is your we, number one. Yeah. We know that, but nobody else knows that. And you should know where you're listening to, because this is Blow the Whistle here on SportsTownChicago.com. I'm Andrew Valentin here with David Dykstra and Tyler Butteball. And as you can tell, we're already getting into that baseball talk because spring training is in the depths of it. We are coming upon the opening day. That's right, April 7th. Uh, just for those who don't know, actually, is just before the Masters. So I will be listening. I will be listening to baseball my entire trip out to Pennsylvania. <laughs> I will be at the game on April 9th. I will be at work yelling at my employees, most likely. So that seems <laughs> yeah, to be that. I, that that'll, <laughs> which means during my my little trip to Pennsylvania, I'm going to have to be watching a little bit of baseball. Baseball, go. and with it'll the- be a lot easier. I'll be able to watch my home team or my my favorite team. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I mean, speaking on that baseball, I mean, we've got two teams right now here in the city of Chicago that are both getting their spring training done down there in the West Coast and the, the Southwest Coast, if you will. But uh, let's just start it off with obviously the big question to all you guys, and then I'll ask the boys in here. Uh, how do you feel it's going to go down for the Cubs and the White Sox this year in their division? Who are you liking so far in spring training? If you've been kind of watching and following them, who are some of the guys that maybe have been disappointments? Comment and let us know on our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at Blow T Whistle. When we want to hear from you guys, David. Let's start with the Cubs, man. I mean, what are you feeling for them? How they're going to do in their division? I, I mean, the the one thing that you can say about both divisions for the Cubs and the Sox, yeah, they are on the weaker side of life this mm-hmm. year. Um. Uh, <sighs> Cardinals are going to win that division. Okay. And they're going to do the same thing they do every year. Yeah. And just kind of. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, Cardinals are in first. When did that happen? Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and, and they went out and brought, brought the homeboy back. Yep. For that last little, Hurrah. you know, tour <laughs> that he needs to take for yep. some stupid reason. Oh yeah. I bet, bet. That signing just really. Hey, he's a guaranteed lot. 20 home runs a year. I would say so. Right now, like you used to be able to say 30 to 40 yeah. a year. He he's going to get him 20 in the DH position. He'll be able to fill in at first when they need him to. Yeah. Albert Pujols for those who oh, don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you were just saying hey, him. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure these people are going like, who's him? Who is he? Who's, who's this guy? For what team? Yeah, Albert Pujols going back to the St. Louis Cardinals. He also said this is it. So it sounds like this is the, this See, is but the end here's of his the, career. Here's the great so. thing. It's him and Molina. Yeah, yeah that's They're true. They're doing the retirement tour together, yep. which is like – Every time they come up and do this whole thing, it, the only thing that should ever play is, let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, but 
I, I'm not going to sit here and say the Cubs are going to be awful. Yeah. I, I think they're going to, they'll be fighters. Mm. It, it's really going to depend on how much of that, that pitching, starting pitching staff performs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You got Smiley. Mm-hmm. You've got Stroman. You've got Hendricks. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to bring up the rookies this year, which they've got some talented They arms. might, but they might do it later in the I season. I don't think they're going to do it at all. I think they're going to give it a year. Think so? Yeah. Okay. I think they're going to give okay. it a year. All right. Um, you've got, I want to see Slapshot Suzuki. That's what I'm going to call him <laughs> this year. Uh, he's one of the most exciting players I'm ready to see. I don't think he's going to be that exciting. I think he's going to be. So? I think he's going to be. Give him like a year or two. I or? think he's going to be a step. Ab- I think he's going to be a step above Fukudome, but probably a step below Ichiro. I think he'll be better than Fukudome by yeah. a good margin. I'll give him a good margin. I think he'll be an impact player for the team, but I don't think it'll be enough to propel this team like to that next. Le- I mean, look, I've got so right now I've got USA Today Sports. This is what we usually do for X-Bomb. I, I usually pull, because Tom usually pulls from one side, I pull from another. I pull USA Today's uh, total wins for 2022, okay. like the predictions. So this is what they have for the Cubs. So they have Milwaukee at 92 and 70. They've got St. Louis at 89 and 73. They've got what the has, Cubs. What has them at Milwaukee having 92? I don't really know. I, I, I'm guessing they're thinking a bounce back. Well, I mean, listen, their pitching staff last year was... Phenomenal. Absolutely incredible. I mean, Corbin Burns is one of the best pitchers in the game. I mean, Windruff was not too far off either. I mean, they've they've got some good guys there. But their bats are... I, it's all going to come down to whether or not yeah. Christian Yelich performs. But then they got the Cubs at 75 and 87, followed by the Reds at 72 and 90, and then it's the Pirates at 60 and 102. What happened so, to the Reds that they took a back? Like... I think they'll be better than this. I don't. I don't think. I think that the Cubs could slip into fourth, and the Reds could actually be like. I think they could be like a legit winning team. Yeah. But I think everything for them is about. It's a lot about the other teams falling and them having like that right moment. Like yeah. they don't have maybe the best dudes in every position, but. I hate that they got Castellanos, but, you know, I mean, getting him, he's clearly been huge for them so far in the spring training. Yeah, exactly. Where'd that ball go? So he's going to make a huge difference for that team. So I, I want to see I want to see how that infield performs for the Cubs. Yeah, that's going to be huge. The outfield, I'm not worried about. Mm-hmm. I mean, that infield with Madrigal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cubs come to a real quick realization that if they are not in it by the second half of the season, you can pretty much kiss Willie Contreras goodbye. Yeah. Kind of an interesting move. Right he now doesn't even what? acknowledge it. Wilson Contreras. Oh, yeah. He's gone. He, he gone. He <laughs> he gone. Yeah, he's gone. He doesn't want to play. Yeah. Cubs. Um, no, just we I'm, were le- I'm looking at the Cubs. Tyler and I were actually legitimately making fun of him in an interview that he did. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I, had he, to, I had to pull it from one of my shows. He, was, oh, nice. he was like, I love the Cubs. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, we're both like, no, you don't. <laughs> I can't wait to play this year. Yeah. No, I love my teammates. <laughs> love my no, team- no, not really. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> um, no, I'm just looking at here. It's a little interesting that they have Villar... Am I saying that, last, yeah. that name right? Jalar yeah. starting over Wisdom at the third base. I mean, yeah, just because Wisdom had Kate was coming off a pretty solid year. I think last you're going to see Wisdom at first base a little bit more over than, Schwindel. 
you, well, now with the universal DH, this kind of like oh, yeah, frees things right. up a little bit for them to kind of play with this mix stuff. and match. Oh, and it, got, they got wisdom at the starting DH. My bad. Yeah, I wasn't looking. And, and I figured that because wisdom's defense is not great. Like that's the big thing. Like He's, Villar's defense is the thing that gives him the credibility to be signed by the Cubs the way he was. I that's mean, the biggest thing. The the problem with the Cubs is. There, there's not another Anthony Rizzo on that team. No, like no, defensively not. wise. No, no, like, no, no. And, and I don't know if there's another defending first baseman like Rizzo in the major leagues, even yeah. at this age. And, and, yeah. and I mean, Madrigal might be a guy who can fill in. I mean, he's been solid on defense for the most part at that second base spot. And Horner's been good. I just too, want them to be fundamentally sound. That's, that's yeah. all I want. Absolutely. Yeah. Stop um, with the up and downs. The high peaks, the low peaks. Yeah. Just be consistent. Be in every game. Yeah. But you're not going to... This is a team that's not going to win the they're close a, games this year. They're in a, obviously a rebuilding stage. It started, no, they're not. They're rebooting. They're not rebooting. Reboot, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> stupid language, folks. All, that's called stupid language. We knew oh, that was... It's still, like, it's still not rebooting. the... I. It's still not God, the best yeah. one. Instead of saying... Oh, the oh. Atlanta Falcons had the best oh, yeah. one ever. What did they say? Instead of rebuilding, we are in a transformation phase. <laughs> They're morphing. They're morphing. They're morphing. <laughs> yeah. They're in a morphing Transformers. <laughs> Autobots. Falcons roll out. Rebuilding in disguise. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, yeah, so Cubs right now, obviously, in their spring training. They're 6-4, and four, so they've got a winning record. Uh Top players I've got noted. Uh, Clint Frazier's looked really good. Uh, Rivas has been played really well. Hicks has been very good as well. Uh, and Madrigal, too, all as far as offense goes and defense. Those Madrigal's guys your superstar this year. <laughs> I, I, I'm not denying. I'm not going to joke about that. I think him and Frazier are going to be guys who deliver in their, like, as, like, real quick, easy contracts that you're like, oh, we can balance these. We don't have to spend a lot of money. Like, Madrigal will be the guy that you kind of, pay the money to to be there for a long time. Frazier's, I think, a guy that's going to show up. You pay the extra to, and you keep him around for a little while longer. As far as pictures go, Stroman looks great. Hendricks had a little bit of a hard time, but he's going to. he's been solid in his whip. It's his ERA that obviously got killed a little bit. Once again, I'm going to tell the Cubs fans this yeah. as <laughs> much as I can. He is a junk pitcher. You have to wait until the weather gets warmer yeah. for him to start performing better. Well, he's not. He's going to be a guy that you know you're not throwing 95 miles an hour no. with him. He's going to throw 92 to 94. He's going to throw the th slow stuff. He's, you know, he's the professor. He's gonna he's gonna beat you with the curveball. He's gonna beat you with a breaking ball. He's gonna send one into the ground a few times for you to chuck at and swing at. If he's, he's hitting his spots, he'll yes, be fine. Absolutely, mm -hmm. he'll have a winning record, I'm sure. Uh, and then I also noted Chavez, the relief pitcher. I, he's looked really good for them. And Justin Steele, I think he's going to be the steal. There you go. Uh, for the yeah, there you go. for the Cubs, I think he's going to actually take over a starting spot because after what I saw with Alex Mills against the Rockies, <laughs> he got shelled, folks. If you didn't see him against the Rockies, he gave up Not easy a good chance to see that. home. Oh, he gave up easy home. Oh, runs. and if anybody oh. thinks fifty pitches by the second inning, fifty yeah. pitches. Oh God, he's done. He gone. If, yeah. if anyone thinks that Chris Bryant isn't hitting thirty in. Colorado. Are you kidding me? He better hit like 40 or 50. Oh, he <laughs> smooth air in, in, my, in that stadium. Are you kidding me? All right. So let's hit, um, let's hit your team. Yeah. Man. So let's do the White, let's Sox. Go to the White Sox. So uh, for the White Sox, obviously 
Yes, LaRusa made a bit of a comment uh, I kind of alluded to. He said that we've got a right fielder uh, in-house somewhere in this. Obviously, they just made a trade, too, for Adam Hazley from the Philadelphia Phillies, which left-handed hitter, a decent guy, not going to probably be a starter, going to be in the lineup every now and then, matchup kind of guy. That's fine. I mean, he may not was, even be on the roster. Who knows? I'll be honest with you. I was happy with the way Sheets played right field for him last year. I thought he did really well. I thought. I mean, he's done pretty. He's not done great, but he's done decently as far as fielding for goes. For a guy who just learned how to be an outfielder From that first base, year, yeah. yeah, that year, yeah. he did fantastic. I mean, look how long it. And by no means am I comparing these two ladies and gentlemen. But look how long it took Kyle Schwarber to get used to playing left field. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in right field, he was out of shape. Right field's a lot busier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, if you give the kid enough time to develop, I think he'll be a spot on right fielder for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, he's he's starting to pick it up. But there's some guys I've noted. Obviously, Robert looks great. Yeah. Anderson. Doing his thing. By the way, his documentary, if you haven't checked it out, very cool. Very, very cool. Tim uh, Anderson's just awesome he's, in general. He's just that dude, man. I, <laughs> Timmy, hit he's, me back up, man. I, not our Timmy, but like Timmy, Tim Anderson, hit me up, man. Like, please, hit me back. I've been asking you for a while. I know you're a busy man. You're very famous right now. Uh, Meeker Adolfo, really like him. Vaughn, I know. Andrew Vaughn just went. He's now sitting out about a week or two with an injury. But he's been steady strong. Like, he's got the bat. He's going to be a guy that works all around, all around on this team. Somebody, somebody brought up to me yesterday, and they were like, "Well, who would you have starting opening day for the White Sox?" I'm like, "Lynn, I, I'm not even hesitant. I'm yeah. You can sit here and talk Giolito till I'm blue. You're blue in the face. I, he still hasn't convinced me that he's the ace of that team. Listen, man, when you can't come to a resolution with your baseball team about arbitration, what, what point? Three mil, not, point three mil, not even that. Two hundred k, the difference. Yeah. Seven point. Gilito's people, seven point five. The White Sox, seven point three. What? Two hundred thousand dollars is the difference between getting him on arbitration and not getting. It? Come on, guys! Like, let's not do this. Like, no, we're we this is this is like the stake that you want to die on, really. Like, oh my god! Uh, but he's looked he's looked good though in the summer. Here, and I also give it to Crochet and Seas. They've looked good in the pitching. Okay, as well. so so here, let me ask you this. Yeah. If if and we're not Tony Larusa, but if I'm Thank God, <laughs> if I'm Tony Larusa, yeah, my starting five is Lynn one. Mm-hmm. Gilito two, yeah. Then I go Kopech, then yeah. I go Cease, then I go Crochet. See, I, I mean, you got to remember they. St- I want, I don't want Cease getting a swelled head because he's inconsistent. I would put Cease at the three. Yeah, I would do the one, two, three with them, and, and I don't think it's about him getting a swelled head. I think it's just you can trust him. I think to handle. Kind of being, I the, can't the trust mid- him inning to inning, let alone <laughs> season. Well, that's a, and, and that's, that's where I'm at me. with Copec. Like, I don't know what I'm going to get from the guy. I think Copec's going to be a much better starter than he was a reliever. I, I if mean, you want my honest opinion, I mean, I think he's going to have to prove himself though in the beginning of the season because I don't know if they're going to make him the true blue starter or not. That's like that's legit. Like, I don't know if they're going to give him those reins. You because put, you think they put Keuchel at five? I'm they might. <laughs> 
I'm listen. I'm not saying it's a great decision, but yes. I don't know. I don't know if Kopech is going to be the answer for them or not. I don't even know if he's ever going to be a starter for them yet or not. He should. I think be. they want them to. I think they want him to. But if he's going to be a guy who's trying to outthrow the world, I don't know if they're going to commit to that. That that's the biggest thing. I it, I mean, they're relief pitchers right now. I I like what they've seen with them. I think they have to move Kimbrel as soon as they possibly can. <clears throat> White Sox. <laughs> <clears throat> You just made a trade with the Philadelphia Phillies. When you got from? You, you you can call us back up anytime you want. You got a right fielder you want to get rid of? <laughs> you want Bryce? Are you want a, a second baseman or something? I <laughs> you mean, want, you want Bryce? <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I'll take that. I mean, after how he played last year, they are not getting rid I of will Bryce. Take that. Oh, uh, I'm I'm sure Philly's got a deep farm system. They so. do. They do. I'm will, sure. Real quick for the White Sox too. I'll note this. Yoki Cespes, 18 years old, he is crushing the ball. Crushing the Another ball. guy that could be better than his dad. Yeah, or no, half-brother. Or half-brother, yeah. Half yeah brother, could be better than his half-brother. Oh, Yoki wow. is amazing. If, if he puts on a bit more weight and he can stay at that speed and have that bat, that kid's going to be... Do not trade him away for some Shields pitcher or whatever... <laughs> Don't do that. Jake Shields. Don't do that. Do not do that to us. He is going to be special, folks. He's Although. Going to be very special. You know, coming up, we'll talk about this. But, yeah. you know, Tatis Jr. is starting to become a little bit of a injury-prone kind of athlete. True. So. And who knows? Maybe that contract's going to come bite them in the butt. And speaking of the Padres, amongst all those other teams, when we come back here, we'll be talking about the plethora that is Major League Baseball, plus a little bit on the awards as well when we come back here on Sportstown Chicago's Below the Whistle. Baseball fans, and I'm Bob Cossett here with your baseball news. Uh, yes, and welcome everybody here to Blow the Whistle. I'm here with David Dykstra and Tyler Butaball as we're talking the best baseball out there, folks. I would have done Bob Euchre because of the song. I know, but yeah. I know. That missed was, opportunity, that was still, Andrew. That was still good, though. It was good. It was I good, liked though. it. It was good. It was good. But missed opportunity. Oh, it's all right. All right. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I am still Always a, a critic. I know. I, I can't help it, folks. Listen, you put me on the fly. I'm going to try, all right? Uh, and my name is Andrew Valentin, of course, as well. Uh, and we are talking about baseball. That's right. We've got all these divisions in baseball. We're going to kind of preview them very quickly. So the real quick question I have to all the fans, and then I'll pose it to the guys in here. What division do you see kind of being the one that you think is going to be the, the most special? Which ones do you think may have some surprises coming out of it? Comment and let us know again at Blow Whistle One on all the social media. David, you want to kick it off, my man? I think the West Coast divisions for both AL and NL mm-hmm. have the potential to be <laughs> just be like, all right, who's who's playing in the All-Star game? <laughs> AL AL West, NL West <laughs> kind of thing. I mean, it's it's going to be real interesting. Both yeah. those divisions are stacked. Absolutely. Yeah, right now, uh, according to the USA Sports predictions, they have Houston winning it 90 uh, and 72. Then they have Seattle actually at 85-77. And then LA, the Angels, they've got them two games above 500 at 82 and 80. That's surprising. So. Well, it, I, I guess that one all depends on whether or not 
Trout can stay healthy. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the big thing. Obviously, we saw Otani has made the impact. Him and Mike Trout and Otani should make that team that much better. Hopefully, they can get well. And the new, in the mix too. And, and the, the new rule, yes, for for Otani is going to make a world of difference. Yes, the oh, fact yeah. that he can pitch and be DH. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's going to be a lifesaver you know, for him. You know Joe Madden's going, bring on the Peacocks! Yeah. <laughs> bring on all things glorious! <laughs> we shall now have a zoo parade. A zoo parade. Uh, uh, but yeah, one of the teams that you just mentioned, quietly, quietly making a lot of noise. Yes. <laughs> Seattle. Seattle's going to be a contender this year. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I, I think they might be legit. This year, it's just it's tough because it's. Seattle. I refuse to take Houston again. Yeah. I refuse. <laughs> Screw that, Dusty. I'm happy for you, buddy. But yeah. no, I just it's tough with Seattle because they're so young. You know, they're going to have a lot of but younger brought, pieces. In they there. brought in some veteran leadership. They did, they did. So, and that's I important. Mean, that's very important. Uh, it's it's just I don't know. It's tough with me in this in the Mariners because I always I always want to bank on them being good, right? I mean, ever since they had Ken Griffey Jr., I've always in my heart kind of liked what they've done baseball wise. But I just don't know if I can ever be sold on them again. Like they had that that great season all those years back where they broke the record for wins in baseball, and ever since then it's kind of been like, and hey, we're doing the up and down roller coaster thing. You like I just of, don't know where they're about, at now. Think about all the players that were on that team: I know. You know, Randy Johnson, Edgar Martinez. Ken Griffey Jr. It's crazy. Like they were st- crazy. Alex Rodriguez. <sighs> oh wow! <laughs> All of them on yeah. the same yeah. team. Jeez, the maybe doing steroids. Alex Rodriguez. I don't know. Maybe, Eighteen maybe. years old, yeah. six five, <laughs> playing shortstop, and you're going. What? His, his arm is the size of a tree trunk. Yeah, it's just normal <laughs> growth. That's just fine. What kind of salad is he eating? Jeez. Um, <laughs> I stopped growing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I, I will say this uh, right now. They've got so the I think the the American League East, Yale yeah, East, see, is going to yeah, be. There's another one. It's going to be a fight. I mean, the Blue Jays have just been like loaded up. <laughs> Toronto is going all. I mean, they have just been. Boston's like, going all this. in too. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and then and then quietly, <laughs> yeah. quietly, the Yankees are just making smart moves this offseason. which is weird because they usually don't. They usually make they the loud money. <laughs> loud voice. You know what's weird though is I'm on this website franchise sports and mm-hmm. their predictions for the season is that they think that the Yankees will miss the playoffs. In that division it's a that's distinct possibility. <laughs> that I is. mean it looks like from all the moves that has been made that's going to be a tough yeah. The best money they spent was bringing Rizzo back. As of as of yeah. this point right now in according to USA Sports, they've got Toronto at 92 wins, Tampa at 91, New York Yankees at 88, Boston at 87 and of obviously Baltimore. I which they've got them at 59. I'm, I'm I think so, Baltimore <laughs> might actually be I know they're a huge disappointment, and people are like, "Get out of Baltimore! Don't, don't, don't even bring Baltimore into this." I'm dude. gonna give. Yo, I'm, I'm here. Are me you out. gonna give the over on this? I'm gonna give them. I'm not gonna give the over on this because <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think though that they can win around 70 games. I think this team. You just did give the over. On well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I, I gave the over on. It. All right. 
What the hell? It's like the Tyler is like, you know, I'm not going to call them a great team, but they're a great team. Yeah, same, same thing. Uh, potato, potato. Exactly. But no, I think they can. I think this team, as young as they are, you can kind of under, you know, you can underappreciate them and say, well, we're going to beat these kids. And then they start to come out of nowhere. What did Tampa do to make themselves any better? That's, uh, that's my thing. Is like, I, I, mean, I don't know got how the they're going to the shortstop. The phenom. The phenom that they just paid a ton of money to because they're just like I mean maybe he'll do something I I, do, I and I listen I'm all for pay the player early because you want to keep him around oh yeah but like I, again I'm not I'm not trying to like throw on the backseat but, but like, like what the White Sox did with like Robert and uh, and uh, Jimenez and all those guys smart moves I thought because it's not a lot of money the the Tampa Bay Rays just were like give him a bunch of cash up front and like let's hope this guy becomes the long tier guy and, and he could be he's he's good he's extremely that, he's up there it's an in understatement that. well yeah <laughs> he listen he's good in terms of like the top players in baseball right if he does pan out he could be a top five top ten player in baseball. He might even be the face. Who knows? But he's also still stuck in Tampa where you're barely averaging enough people to fill in one half of the stadium. I would say so, I would say under the radar, Boston's made some really nice moves. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, that division's gonna eat itself alive. Yeah. Tyler, what about you? Is there anybody that's standing out for you at all? I mean, I like that the NL West division. I mean, just anyone over there. Um if they can the, stay healthy. Yeah, that's yeah, the that, that, that's the biggest thing. Um See, I liked the Giants at first, but then when they traded away uh, Bryant, I was a little—I mean, I was they a little let so, Bryant I was, go, or yeah, let him go. Let him go. I was a little shocked by that. Yeah, and I, was I little, wasn't. I heard. I heard at the end of the season they weren't going to re-sign him. There was a lot of rumors that they may not have brought him back, but it's the Giants too. They always seem. Listen, they're the, they're the one of those that teams always, that always finds a way. Oh look, yeah. here's a third baseman that can just fill in. The, <laughs> oh look, here's an outfielder that can just fill in the spot. They find that dude like every time. Now I want I want to just I'm picking on one specific team. Yeah. Um, in the AL Central, mm. do you guys th- how do you guys think that the Tigers can end up actually doing? Do you think they'll be like a significant improvement with the moves they made Who? compared to last year? The Tigers, <laughs> Detroit. Uh, All they have is Javi. <laughs> That's it. Well, I'm just reading nah, off. I'm doing well scenarios. Me. Listen, I want to hear this. They've got pro- <laughs> Torkelson. Torkelson is a good prospect for Torkel. them. Yeah, he's a good prospect for them. He's going to be a guy that can come up through the ranks really well. He played really well last year. I think that they have it. Listen, USA Sports is putting them at 80 and 82, third in in the division right really? now. Really? Yeah. I mean, the wow. division isn't the greatest. Right, so. exactly. Oh, yeah. So it's got I'm not them saying that they would win the division. I'm just saying right. I think they'll make a good push. I think they can. I definitely think no, they Minnesota's can. No, Minnesota's going to do something crazy. Well, yeah. Because they probably. always do. But I think the Tigers could be a team that, not early on, but like towards the, after the, let's say the, the break. After the All Star break and stuff, I think that's a team that could you could start seeing them tail, tally up some wins because teams will be hurt or they'll be tired or they'll be resting a few guys here and there. So you'll see the Tigers start to I think explode, and that's when they can maybe catch some momentum. I don't know if they'll get eighty wins. I'll say maybe like seventy two, seventy three, but that's a big improvement over where they've been for the last few years. So do you, do you think the White Sox have anybody that can contend with them in that division? Minnesota. That's about it. I don't even see the twins being because I mean I mean even with Correa I still like right now they've got the White Sox at ninety and seventy two on USC Sports and then they have the Minnesota at eighty three 
And I think that's probably about where they're that, at. That sounds about right. Yeah. Like, I what, think, they have the Guardians all the way down at the bottom? Yeah, it's 74 wins. <laughs> Come on. That's what you get for changing your name. God, it's such <laughs> a stupid kind name. Of crap. Into a horrible name, yeah. too. Uh, and then I'll give a shout-out real, I mean, because we've just been going over these. I mean, we've got National League uh, with, uh, obviously, Atlanta and their whole division. Uh, li- listen, <laughs> the, the one team that nobody, <laughs> nobody is talking about. Yeah. Is Philly? I everybody's like, oh, they've moves. made great, great moves, great yeah. moves. Now, 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 they got them at eighty-seven the, wins right now. The Met, the Mets, and 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 in the Braves. You're not gonna now. like this though that they got them underneath the Mets in third place. The Mets already have eighty-nine wins. They got them at eighty-seven. Which I, I, it Listen, could be a flip flop between Met, those two. I, I will be the first one to say if the Mets do not win this division this year. I don't think they can though. I don't. I don't think the Who's Mets better? can. Atlanta? No. I think Atlanta is like. Do you best think Olsen team. really comes in there and makes up for? Not in the same level as Freddie Freeman, but he's a pretty damn good player. He's a good. And let's player. not forget they've got a lot of their core still there, and they're getting back Ronald Acuna. They won the World Series without him. But, but, <laughs> at what percentage? I'm thinking like a hundred percent because the guy's only twenty two, twenty three. He's not. He's he's a young it, guy. It was his knee, right? He blew out his knee. Yeah, I'm like, not saying. I I'm can't. not saying he can't. He can't bounce. I mean, it's baseball. I'm if not he was saying running he's going to have a, like a disastrous season, but was, I don't think yeah. he's going to have a, the typical Acuna year. No, I mean, listen. If he was running the football forty times in a game, I would say there's no way. But he's not. <laughs> he's not Derrick Henry. He's not doing that. Okay. He's 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 hitting a baseball and running a ba- base around every now and then. So I think getting him back is just going to help mm. that team be. The, and not only that, but look at their pitching rotation. They're still strong there. Yeah, they still have I'll free. They're getting that. they're getting Manea back too. They're getting their guy back Manea. So they're going to have a strong rotation uh, to work with. I think that Schwarber signing is going to be bigger than. Anybody realize? I mean, I'll tell you right now, it'll be a race. I don't. I do think the Phillies can over overtake New York. I don't think the Mets are that good. I they've got too much going on in their front office, and they got too much going on with. Their I roster. liked. I liked who they went out and got as their like to go out and get probably one of the greatest baseball minds to be your manager. Oh, yeah, of course, that was smooth. It's a smart move, but smooth and that. That had <laughs> that had Scherzer written all over it. Of course it, it did. All over it. Well, this will get the kid in. The GM. Well, no. He got signed, and he the first words out of his mouth were, Buck Walter should be the manager of the New yeah. York Mets. <laughs> Guess who was the manager of the New York Mets a yeah. week later? Like the GM. Whatever oh, you, he you wants. want Buck? Yeah. Well, we got you, Buck. <laughs> get whatever you want. We'll give it to you. You can have it all. Oh, you're going to sign with Philly? Well, forget it then. All right. Well, folks, I think that's going to do it for us here, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Oh, well, now, see, wait. What? Wait a minute. You want to do the awards? Yeah, absolutely. We've got right. a little time. Why not? Let's do the yeah, awards, we got, folks, we shall got, we? We got a little time. We got a little time Why here. Not? All right. So let's do these awards. So uh, we've got MVP and we've got Cy Young. So for NL and AL MVP, ask the question to you guys and then I ask it to you guys. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Ouchies. Uh, who do you think is going to win MVP for the AL and the NL? And who do you think is going to win Cy Young for the AL and the NL? Let us know, obviously, your thoughts. Again, blow T whistle. Tyler, you want to kick it off, man? I mean, you want to yeah. start it off? So, AL MVP, I'm riding it all day. I'm going Shohei Otani. 
On the AL MVP. On MVP? Okay. I'm going with okay. the MVP. Right. You want me to give you my, my NL? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with Ronald Acuna Jr. from okay. the Braves. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Just, just throwing them out there. Throwing it out there. <laughs> All right. Like you it. write these down so you can remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got them. Write these down. Yeah. Give me a pen. I got you with one. <laughs> uh, David, uh, what about you, man? Uh, my AL MVP is Vlad. Okay. Jr. Uh, he sh- <laughs> Numbers-wise, if it wasn't for Otani just being... A absolute just iconic season for a pitcher. He should have won the MVP last year. Um, and in the NL, uh, it's my boy Bryce Harper. Um, okay. He's seems to be picking up right where he left off last season. Mm-hmm. So, unless something crazy happens, I can see Bryce pulling out the and that's the other reason. If Bryce is playing on a different level than anybody else, Philly's going to go somewhere. Okay. All right. I like that. Um, I'm taking Vlad uh, for the AL, and then I'm going to take Acuna Jr. for the NL. I wow. I just like the status way that... Status quo. Well, We're all status yeah, quo. Yeah. I mean, listen, once okay. we get into the meat of the season, I think we'll start to realize like who Oh, who I'm sure we'll are. have our half seat, yeah. our... Well, our 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 mid season absolutely <laughs> we're changing yeah all right we were wrong folks. I change um all right so let's get into the the Cy Young of it um for the AL I I'll start it off I'll say for the AL I mean look I look at the odds Cole is obviously the favorite but I'm not gonna go with the favorite obviously uh he's a Yankee why would you yeah right <laughs> I mean Giolito is at plus 1100 right now on the favorite that's not bad and I may take that I mean. I do think he's the ace for the... That's just me. I think he's the ace for the White Sox. That's just me. That's just me. I think he's good enough. I think he has the stuff. I could see him being it. If I'm going to pick somebody who I seriously think, though, I think Shane Bieber's going to do it. I think he can do it again. He's just so good with the speed and the location. Justin's big brother. He's, he's, right. just, <laughs> he's just really, really talented. <laughs> I, I may have to come back on the NL. I mean, because I, I, mean, I, I want to say Corbin Burns can do it again because he just feels like he's got that stuff. But I will, uh, yeah, I got. I think I'm going to go with Corbin Burns. Right. Just because I like it. I, again, I like his stuff, and I think he was really instrumental down the stretch there for the Milwaukee Brewers, so I'll, I'll stick with that, I think. All right. David, for you? NL, I'm going to go. Listen, lights are bright, but yeah. I, think, I think he handles it. I think it's Scherzer. Okay. I really do. And if it's not Scherzer, it's going to be DeGrom. <laughs> you could have that bounce back. Uh, uh, just one of it's Everybody's going to be focused on, we got to beat Scherzer. We got to beat Scherzer. And DeGrom's yeah. coming up right <laughs> behind him. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not, he's he's in the two hole this year instead of being num- numero uno. That's right. So he doesn't he's have gonna, to worry about it. Yeah. Um, AL, Shohei. I uh, see. I Y'all can know. sit there and say whatever you want. I picked him for MVP. I don't know if I'd pick him for. The I'm side. picking him for the, the other side. day. You said you almost predicted him to win both. I I would love to see him win both. That would fantastic. be fantastic, and it'll never be done again. No, no, no. Just the fact, and and that's kind of the whole reason I'm cheering for him to win Cy Young. Yeah, because it, it it's something that no one's ever done. Of course, and. Listen, if he can go out and he's been pitching, anybody who's watched, 
He's been pitching really well this year. Yes, he really has. Really well. It's just it's it's not so much him, it's every it's the rest of that team that I I worry about because obviously he can pitch a great game, but if you bring in the reliever and he gives up six runs and but they lose the lead, like here's the thing, like if if he's if he gets to twenty wins. I don't think that's happening. I kinda think it is. I don't I don't see that. Do you consider him the ace on that staff? As of this point, yeah, because they've got nobody else. But that's the thing is, like, if you're the, that's like being the best player on the Orlando Magic. Like, yeah, that's I'm that's Pittsburgh worth Pirates. something. Yeah, or the Pittsburgh Pirates. You can say Jose that, oh, Quintana, yeah. <laughs> NL, like, NL, NL, like you can say NL. like he's the best player on that team. But it's like, yeah, but it's the Orlando Magic or the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's not really saying much. That's the yeah, thing. I, I I get you. I get you. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna stick with it. Shohei for AL Scion. Okay. All right. That's fine. Tyler, what about you? Any for AL? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Garrett Cole. Okay. On the Yankees, and then I'm gonna go. Here we go, Mister Status Quo. That's <laughs> fair. That's fine. I I get it. I understand. I swear to God, if he picks Kyle Hendricks, I'm jumping over. No, the no, 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 no. <laughs> Wouldn't that? Be I'm something? also gonna go with Scherzer for the NL. I just there's something like the attitude that Scherzer has. Yeah. I was going to go probably Zach Wheeler as my other one because I like the way Zach pitched last year, and I think he's going to improve off of that. I think he's going to be be the X factor for what helps the Phillies a lot this season. Wheeler's a stud. Absolutely. So, I mean, if I'm not picking Corbin Burns, I'm picking probably Zach Wheeler. All right. Because he he looks fantastic. Yeah, Wheeler had a 2.278 ERA. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Wheeler's a stud. Yeah, he's nuts. It's a shame he didn't come to the south side. Best of 213 innings. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fair. I mean, oh, he came to the south side, just the wrong south side. Yeah. It, <laughs> thanks, Wheeler's wife. We appreciate it, but I get it. You want to be close to family, sure. Uh, real quick before we get out of here, too, uh, let's just do this World Series prediction. Who do we think is going to be in the World Series again? To the fans, let us know mm. who you're picking. <sighs> David, you want to start it off? Do yeah, you wanna, I can you start. I can start it off. Who do you think is going to be there, and who do you think is going to win it? I'm yeah, as much as I freaking hate to do this. <laughs> do it. Dodgers. There it is. <laughs> Got an opponent against them or just saying? Um, White Sox, believe okay. it or not. I, I'd like that. I think it's a step forward for them this year. Okay. They know how to deal with Tony and not freaking screw things up. <laughs> um, Actually, you know what? I'm going to homer this. White Sox in six. Oh. Okay, I like that. <laughs> okay. I like that a White lot. White Sox in six. <laughs> All right. I don't see a team in the NL or the yeah. AL that is superiorly dominant. I mean, maybe Toronto. Maybe Toronto. But that's, once again, Yeah, that's a maybe. And you could say the same about Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Um, they have the possibility of being very dominant, but there's not a team that jumps out. Right. you like the Dodgers do. Yeah, absolutely. well, and that's where I'm going with, because I, I mean, listen, I love the White Sox. Obviously, I would love to see them there. I don't think they're there just yet, though. I think they need to do, if they can make a move for Kimbrell and, like, get a starter out of it or something to help upgrade the rotation, I think that's going to be a big push for them. Otherwise, I'm going to go with Toronto. They just have a very complete team at this point, and they've only added with adding Matt Chapman to that <laughs> roster. That just shores Man. up your defense. Yeah. <laughs> That just gives you two of the hottest corners right now as far as first and third base go. I'm sorry. And he's got a big bat as well. Like, that's, you're talking about, oh, that's like overkill at this point in baseball terms. 
I think Toronto can get hit 100 wins. I think they're in the World Series. I will put them there against the Dodgers, and I think they beat the Dodgers in five. Right. I think they absolutely. I think it's it's money versus madness when it comes to Toronto versus LA, and I think madness wins Toronto in five. That's how I'm going, Tyler. Cubs and Sox, Cubs and four. <laughs> God, I hope you're right. I hope oh, you're right. By the way, once no. again, do not let me forget. If that ever happens, I we need to trademark something. Yeah, absolutely. As a group, and we. Ha- I mean, oh, yeah. I have, I have what that should be called if it happens. Oh, okay. We'll if see. we could just ever like get they, a Crosstown series, just just like they called it the Subway series, yep. I've got, I've got the perfect name for it. Okay, I want to hear it. So, but uh, I'm not doing it over the air. No, 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 no. We gotta, no, I'm, no, I'm I get dead you. serious. I get you. Secrets. Um, no, in, in legitimacy, I have Dodgers in the NL. And then <laughs> How I'm bad gonna, does that make everybody like, we're just like, I just hate saying Dodgers. Is the and then, NL really in that NFC range where it's like, there's only one team that's going to probably win it? Gonna, Green Bay. Yeah. It's <laughs> 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 just like... <laughs> Even with no wide receivers, he'll still. I mean, they got it. Milwaukee in first here, so I don't know. And then on the AL, I think I'm going to go White Sox as well. Yeah. I mean, I like the they're, love. They're, they're like going. The love. They're going. They've been. They're going all in on this year. Okay. So as a winner, it, like you said, though, if they can get something back for Kimbrel, that's the big. You got to make a move on that. You got to. If for a winner, yeah. Do it. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. I might have to say Dodgers. Go for it. Yeah, I know. I'd rather I'm not gonna I would rather see the White Sox winning, yeah. but I don't know. See, I that's how you know. A that's you know how you know Tyler isn't like a true blue blooded yeah. Cubs fan. He'll no. actually root root for the White Sox. I will. I, I appreciate. I that. mean, I do. I don't have hate towards the White Sox when they're playing against. I mean, I don't know. It's not like the hate I have towards the Packers. Right. If the, if the White Sox are in the World Series, yeah, I'll root for them. It's Chicago, but I yeah. mean, other than that, no. Hell if no. I bump into them, John I Harbaugh just nice got an extension, boys. Oh, again? Really? Three he years. Just, he just got an extension. What? God. <laughs> not Jim. Oh. John. John. Yeah, again, Raven. he just got an extension not too long ago. <laughs> God, Baltimore is just like, yeah, whatever. Give him another one. Who cares? Escape him around. <laughs> Take he my can't money. develop a quarterback, but we'll give him another contract. <laughs> All right. And I think with that, we are out of here, folks. Uh, before shoot. we stir up more controversy around here. Oh, I'll stir the pot. I know you will. And who knows? <laughs> maybe we'll talk about that in our next one. But, folks, uh, that's going to do it for us. Obviously, thank you all so much for listening here on Blow the Whistle on SportsTownChicago.com. Make sure to hit us up at blow 2 whistle one on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Make sure to hit us up at Blow2WhistleRadio at gmail.com for any questions, comments. We want to hear from you guys as well. Uh, thank you to all the people from the Underhood Podcast for listening. If you hear heard us on any of the other podcasts, make sure to check us out also, too. Spotify, Odyssey, Quad Pod. Because why? Because Quad, Quad Pod, Pod doesn't forget about you. Exactly. So make sure to hit us up on all the podcasting areas where you can find us, too. Uh, and you and can always, SoundCloud. And SoundCloud as well. Uh, so you guys want to also, too, make sure to hit us up. Uh, we're going next Monday, I think, is the plan. Yes, possibly. we're definitely going next Monday because we have to talk about the championship game. Absolutely. We yeah. have so Monday, to go. Oh, yeah. Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Keep your eyes to that. And then tomorrow, make sure to catch us on the TV side. That's X-Bomb Sports on YouTube. We go live 2.30 to 3.30. We'll probably be talking... 
a little bit of the same stuff here. Probably keep your eyes close to probably the, more NCAA tournament yeah. and yeah. football. Yeah, keep your keep Especially your ears keep happens. your ears close to. I don't know why I said eyes. I don't eyes eyes and ears. Eyes and keep your eyes and ears. We got some pretty locked, faces locked onto your phone the because we we'll give you guys the updates on what's happening with that. But that's gonna do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, I'm Andrew Valentin, David Dykstra, Tyler Buterbach, and we all have, hope you have a wonderful day. Goodbye.